Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIBA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, right here at the Kiva. Glad to be here with you, without D-Doubt Mosca, we're going to be keeping him in our prayers, even though he's not a prayerful guy, uh, he's dealing with some animal surgeries, we're going to make sure we keep his pup uh, in uh, good spirits here this afternoon, though so, uh, wish your absolute best uh, towards him. Uh, we've been dealing with some internet outages uh, as well uh, here in the Kiva. Uh, the internet just doesn't seem to want to stay up. I brought uh, one of the Liberty ladies on board here uh, this afternoon. We've got uh, Rebecca. She'll be joining us uh, momentarily. Uh, don't forget, folks, you can download us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify, Apple uh, uh, app, as well as Android apps for both rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. And uh, I am running for mayor for the city of Albuquerque. I'm, man, I'm coming in hot. Is it just a lot of base? I think, yeah, there we go. We got a lot of base. All right. So <clears throat> fightfor505.com is the website where you want to go ahead and go to. And uh, it's very important that you understand, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that we have actually brought out the first campaign commercial of this year's mayoral season uh, 47 days, count them now, 47 days until Election Day. Very excited about that. And we've been sharing it. So I'm going to take the time to kind of uh, talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about murders today. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, news to get to, including the inspiration uh, that happened. Uh, the very successful launch orbit. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on in this afternoon's program. But I want to direct you to our resources. Uh, I want to thank the Kiwanis Club. Uh, this morning for featuring me, even though uh, somebody referred to me uh, as Hitler. What do you think about that? Uh, what, what do you think about that there, uh, Rebecca? Uh, um, is that a good, should I take that as a compliment? Is it? I don't you know, quite know where that comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And then the other guy walked to the other guy and says, uh, that's one scary mofo. I'm like, whoa. Wow. It, I want you to know that I heard literally everything you said. My ears are bigger than the room. Uh, so be careful what you say about me. Uh, sometimes I've been known to read thoughts as well. So I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. And then a bunch of people walked up to me and said how much they enjoyed that. So I uh, appreciate uh, speaking to that group. And then this afternoon, I was fashionably late to the uh, Zia uh, FRW, uh, Federation of Republican Women. Good group out there. Good 40, 50 people who are out there at the uh, the county line. Love the county line. Uh, good stuff. Good eats. Uh, good BBQ, and uh, we were out there uh, enjoying each other. Had a, a good opportunity to meet uh, Miss Lori Robertson, who is a uh, wonderful city council candidate. And I'm going to ask you guys all right now, okay? She's located. I don't know where ballot positions are, um, but you have to pay attention, okay? Because we have to get Lori elected, and uh, she is uh, certainly a, a great candidate. Lori is in District 7, City Council District 7. And what's uh, very important about that, why you need to pay attention, is because she's located at the bottom of the ballot, and she's running against, count them, five. Yes, five progressives. She's got 
that's about as big as an uphill battle that I can think of, right? Can you imagine running against five progressive dividing it that way? Or you could think of it like, well, she's really the only Republican on the ballot. And if you think about that, there's no doubt in my mind that she can probably win, I believe, with a plurality. I'm not sure if you can win a city council with a plurality, but I'm going to assume uh, that, that, that you can. I know the mayor you can to get a win a majority. So uh, for those people who are saying I'm dividing the vote, uh, you don't know anything about politics. So uh, that's totally and completely ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> you have two Democrats running against me. Uh, and as far as the trade-off, if you're really kind of worried about dividing the vote and all that, well, you, you can go ahead and say that there's going to be a runoff after that. And if it's truly mano a mano and those were the two best candidates, well, there you go. But you can have a very good Republican, that is me, at the very top of the ballot, and that's going to help all the rest of the people down ballot hopefully get elected, which include our school board. We've got uh, three, four positions, excuse me, now, uh, since we've replaced uh, the previous one who's there. And I'll get to all those uh, at a later date. So we have four school board positions, which are very important. And again, I want to reiterate, this is an off year. Both of the people who are in attendance for both of these, and just understand what that means for a Republican. Turnout could potentially be traditionally has always been a lot lower. Uh, you, you've looked at turnout. I think the turnout was 19% back in 2013, maybe before an unknown candidate, Pete Tonelli, lost by, uh, he got slaughtered. It was uh, 69 to 28, and some other guy, Paul Haig, I think got like, I don't know, 3 or 4%, but it was an abysmal turnout, to say the least. And I think it's important uh, to realize the opportunity during that off year can lead to even more inertia, momentum, whatever you want to go ahead and call it, force, if you will, for us to go ahead and go into 22 with the House seats and certainly running for governor of this state because ultimately that's our ultimate goal for all of us is remove Michelle Lujan Grisham from power. So this is the, the first step in the, the right direction. Yeah, District 5 in Dan Lewis, he was the mayoral candidate last uh, time. I uh, conferred with uh, Dan on a number of things over time. I was a member of his district, uh, a very good guy. And then uh, uh, in district number nine, uh, you have, uh, of course, uh, Renee Grout. So what this election could mean, if we're able to stick together and do so, and I mean stick together as Republicans and stick together and say, I'm going to vote Republican and turn a nonpartisan into a partisan election, you can change the city council. You can change the school board. And if you vote for me, fight for 505. We're going to be putting all the rest of the other candidates who are also Republican directly on our site. We're going to leverage our resources to go ahead and push. I've checked it. I believe that we can, uh, we're well within our rights to go ahead and do so. And I want to make sure that those candidates are out there. If you want to volunteer, get involved with our campaign, see what we're doing. Uh, you can, of course, go to fightfor505.com. But uh, more importantly, Shirts for volunteers, hats for volunteers, all that stuff can be picked up as you do the work. They'll sign you in at 5150 San Francisco, Suite A, and that is the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico. So there you go. There you have it, folks. And if you want to donate, you can do so as well. I offer equal time to all of my competitors, and that, is, of course, is Mr. Tim Keller and uh, Mr. Manny Gonzalez, uh, who are both allowed as part of being on the ballot, uh, equal time here on our radio station, though I am not afforded that time, uh, nor do I care much uh, about being on the other radio stations. 
Uh, and as you know, Rebecca, you've tried quite fervently, or what should we refer to you as Marie, right? Uh, correct. <clears throat> Marie. I think you just Marie. outed me. <laughs> I don't care. You're not going to be calling there anymore. Anyway. Probably not. <laughs> There's no reason for you to call there, uh, even though you are very effective at doing it. But uh, what happens when you mention my name on other radio stations is? Uh, you get cut off. <laughs> yeah, immediately. You yeah. don't even get a chance. So um, they're trying to, tr- uh, as hard as they possibly could, to go ahead and uh, make sure this stuff sort of uh, stays off air, which is my name. Um, we have a KOB Channel 4 debate. A lot of people asked about uh, debates. That's totally fine. I want to debate every single day. In fact, uh, somebody wanted to call in. They were a candidate. They can go ahead and call in right now. I don't screen the calls, and there you go. So well, you could do that. So we have a KOB 4 debate. Uh, Doug is going to be doing candidate interviews. Doug Fernandez. I complimented him on his show. So mm, cool. I, don't know. I don't know if that's a my, my brush with celebrity, local celebrity. Wow. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Doug Fernandez there. Uh, so that that's very cool. And then we'll wait for Channel 13. I spent an hour today. Uh, with the, you see how boring uh, election is being? So I'm at my 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock uh, meeting with uh, law enforcement people. I mean, it's just all day long. I have yet to even do it. So I can just go through my day and talk about all the things that happen, and then my competitors can go out there and say, well, we need to just... We need to be as busy as Eddie. Plus, he's on the radio in the <laughs> afternoon. Plus, he's got fundraisers at night. Plus, well, I've been doing it. Uh, met some very nice people last night at a uh, cool little backyard uh, meet and greet fundraiser. And I uh, got a lot of good uh, 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 people that I, I met out there, including uh, a couple of people who are in the force. Which I love that. Um, and that's very exciting. I, I love that. Uh, people who love their city enough to not just work for it, but spend the time outside of uh normal working hours to get out there and let me know what they think uh, about the city, what I can do to change it and uh, how we can work together to make it better. All right. So uh, I guess without further ado, we want to go to the first campaign commercial, I think of the mayoral year. Um, We did this. uh, When did we do this? uh, Rebecca, was this last, last Thursday? Last Thursday. Correct. Yeah. Tell us Mm -hmm. about the setup of all that. Tell me about the backdrop setup and then, we're going to send you to a place where you can go ahead and, and get this. Um, and uh, you can find it all over social media, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, go, getting hit hard. All sorts of people accusing me of, uh, well, it's the same people. Actually, the very same person who sued me is going out, working, coordinating with other people, including, well, they, they just can't stop. We got the, you know, uh, the Kool-Aid man and um, uh, <laughs> whatever her name is down south, or I don't know if she's here or whatever she's doing. And then, well, other people accusing me of being a bad father. What else? Oh, really? um, um, is there some other well, you're stuff? homeless, of course. Homeless. Homeless, we know uh, that. Bad father. Uh, like, they really think they're going to embarrass me at some point. Yeah. And, and they and, sued me, right? So we went to court to go ahead and do that. That was fun. And the other one the other day that like, I saw, don't, I don't, don't even really... know if you want to bring that one up. That was just completely out there and ridiculous. Well, no, I'm, I'm fine with it. What, 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 what? Where they think you're a drag queen. Oh, a drag queen. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, it, it takes all kinds. So anyway, uh, that's what goes along. But no one will receive more hate than than what I'm getting. But we'll let the record speak for itself uh, because you do not have to make up anything about the stuff that we post. We just post the facts and uh, it's all uh, right there. So a little bit earlier today, um, we released uh, the first uh, campaign video and I'm going to go ahead and play it uh, for us so you can hear it. In its entirety, uh, and uh, it's got, I don't know, we just, we haven't really promoted that much, but it's called A Better City, 
And some people are saying, um, I'm going to play it for our, a rock of, in fact, I'm going to let you suit up there at rockoftalk.tv. I'm going to let you guys literally watch it on rockoftalk.tv because I could play it there if I wanted 24 hours. So for those of you who have never gone to rockoftalk.tv before, uh, you can do so now. Don't do so on your, your handheld because then you got to download an app and all that other stuff. But if you already have the app, you get to actually uh, watch it. So I'm going to go ahead and put this up so you can uh, see it. We won't show the audio of any of it. There it is. There it is. We'll blow, we'll blow it up, blow it up, blow it up. And there it is. And uh, boom. So uh, you, Rebecca, and I will stand right to the side of it. We'll hear the audio. This is called A Better City. Uh, and this is the first mayoral uh, campaign. Uh, thanks to the uh, folks who helped uh, put all this uh, stuff together. And uh, you'll be seeing a number of these other things. And we really have to get the word out on this. And the best way to do it is once you see it, shipped as many times as possible, get as many places as possible. It's a spectacular, I dare I say, spectacular commercial. It's awesome. You were moved, right? I, I totally was. I watched it and my, my roommate watched it and he said it was, it was awesome. That was his words. It's, so it's very it's a, well it's done. It's literally the best com- uh, campaign commercial yes. um, that I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's roll tape. Who wants to take back this city? Who wants to fight for the 505? We have been left without hope for too long. The last 10 years, your neighbors and friends are out there bragging, wow, Albuquerque sucks, I'm going to leave. No, 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 this is our home. Guess what, I don't talk about that. When I'm traveling, when I'm on a plane, a train, wherever I'm meeting people, they're from someplace else, I cannot wait to talk about the city that I love, the place where I'm from, and an entire culture and history and food. I cannot stop bragging about the places that I want to tell people to go and what to do. We're proud of our state. We're proud of our city. We're not going to let it get put down anymore by people who want to run their agendas. I realize that the mayor's office can be a dead-end political job. That's perfect for me because I have no political ambitions. I just want to live in a better city. We can't shudder and cower and wait for COVID to shut us down. Or, oh, it's too dangerous outside. I'm not going to go outside. The crime is too bad. Or we don't know what to think of our city and our state anymore. We can change all that with this campaign. Hey, I'm with the Eddie Aragon campaign. I want to tell you about a guy who's 11th generation in Mexico, whose parents are here, who loves this place, who came back because he loves it. He talks about five things. He talks about city. He talks about crime. He talks about COVID. If you could shut down in your house, he talks about commerce. He talks about business. And most of all, he talks about corruption. And he's going to make the city a better place. Stand behind me. I will get behind you. Let's take this city back. Thank you all for being here. Oh, there we go. Pretty exciting stuff there, uh, Rebecca. I know you, you were... You're quite happy uh, with that, but a lot of people, you know, texting in, um, et cetera. I can't seem to, you know, find your audio. I'm not sure. Make sure your audio is all the way down. I don't want to bring any echo uh, in yeah. here. <clears throat> Nothing on my could. But, yeah, uh, folks, this is it, and it's called uh, Eddie Aragon, A Better City, and you can find it uh, on YouTube. Uh, <clears throat> we will no doubt give it a direct URL that you guys can uh, push it up, something that uh, is catchy and you'll be ready to go with. So uh, there you go. Thanks for all the people who showed up, uh, who went out there and who got it done. Uh, There's a lot to get to. Again, it's real simple, straightforward, honest. Five things, five C's from failure first. Spend an hour, uh, literally an hour and a half with the editorial board of the Albuquerque Journal. I talked the entire time. (laughs) And... 
their questions, I think, were telling about what they were, what they thought was, I think, a pretty good surprise. Now, generally speaking, the editorial board of the Albuquerque Journal hasn't been indicative for success uh, electorally. We've certainly seen uh, it's been, you know, other people have got the editorial uh, stroke and recommendation and it hasn't worked uh, to their favor. I certainly want each and any and anyone's endorsement, whatever they can. And for those that uh, choose, especially those Republicans who choose not to, that's uh, certainly their their choice as well. But this is a campaign that's going places. It's a campaign that's uh, that's doing some good things. And it's really easy to communicate what we have. The five C's, city, COVID, crime, commerce, and corruption. And that's ringing bells all over the place. People are getting now into the mayor's race. And I can see it. People are motivated. 50-plus people earlier today. Another 20 people at the Kiwanis uh, this morning, uh, this afternoon, uh, you know, talking to the editorial board, talking from police officers, uh, looking at a good group of about 40 people last night, turning up into a backyard. If you want to get involved, if you want to do something, and if you want to help change the 505, it's not about me. It's a fight for the 505. Best way to do so, go to fightfor505.com. Sign up to become a volunteer, a contributor. Maybe you just want to go ahead and get your name out there and be affiliated with us. We'd love to have you. So we'll take a quick break. We'll bring it back here. Uh, we've got some <sighs> homicides to talk about. We've been going line by line and uh, examining each and every one. And uh, Rebecca and I are working uh, very diligently on on something together. So very excited to be uh, doing that. Uh, we are at RPNM. Uh, I think we'll be there until uh, 9 p.m. tonight. You can phone bank. You can do all sorts of things uh, if you like. And it's very easy. All you have to do is uh, go straight down to RPM. Uh, contact Michael, who's also there. Nancy's uh, also there. And uh, boy, a uh, handful of Republicans who have showed up today, and there'll be more and more. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Opening segment here. Uh, don't forget, uh, my competitors are also off, uh, afforded the equal time here uh, on this radio station. We'll be happy to produce their live in calls, uh, call show uh, here on our air. 550 50, 500. That's 550. 5,500 for all else who want to go ahead and call in 423 back and forth. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Albuquerque-based Pluma Construction Systems provides a full suite of commercial construction services and residential remodeling. Pluma Construction is a service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. Visionary Tony Robbins said, Setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Whether you are training to run a marathon 
starting a new business, or training soldiers. You need to be committed to making that vision a reality. Set clear goals. Be determined and purposeful in achieving them. Back it all up with unshakable self-confidence. If you radiate enthusiasm and are truly excited about what you're doing, people will be naturally drawn to you. The other final ingredient is humility. Proverbs 16.9 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. In the grand plan of life, if you are spiritually grounded, you will have success because you know who you you are and that there is a God and you are not him. This Leadership Minute was brought to you by Pluma Construction Systems. To discuss your construction project, call 505-345-0755 or visit plucys.com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. So good. I watched that video this morning. I'm like, man, music used to be so good. And there's this uh, station that is on, uh, what is it, the Roku, right? Uh, the Roku that's uh, that's on there. And uh, you just, like, sit there and watch the music video after music video. They got to change the rotation because I literally made it through all of their entire rotation. And it was Van Halen. It was The Cure. And I can't shut it off. I just forgot how much I love music video. So um, anyway, it's a loop. It's like the last two channels, last three channels, I believe, 
on Roku, and you can watch that stuff um, along along of those. You so, know, Eddie, I remember when when MTV first came out, and it's like you just sit there for hours and watch MTV. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was awesome. It was. Well, what's not awesome, uh, and that is the voice of Liberty Lady Rebecca here filling in for uh, D. Dowd Muska. What's not awesome is the uh, murders, and I'm going to race through these <clears throat> just so you guys can uh, hear a lot of these things. And if you want to go ahead and donate uh, and jump in, uh, you can uh, fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Uh, uh, by the way, for the new DOE NNSA reporting requirement, all MOWs must attest to their COVID-19 vaccine status by September 23rd or face firing. Check email for details. Everyone is just absolutely, absolutely getting killed uh, if you were a federal worker. we got Los Alamos National Labs. They're good friends uh, up there in Los Alamos. David, the uh, good family that's up there uh, running the the KRSN. Uh, we appreciate uh, you listening, your attention here this afternoon, paying attention to any sort of blips and drops. We were having problems with Comcast here this afternoon. So so uh, th- there it is. Uh, let's Let's touch upon... You can't even say the word anymore. It's murder and it's bad. Okay. And uh, we've compiled a list of these and I'm going to just kind of go through as many as I can possibly get through today. Okay. Which isn't going to be anywhere where we need it to be. And it's not oftentimes that you see this stuff segmented out. No doubt news and everybody else is going to follow suit with, with everything to what happens. That's just what they do. You know, we're the, I think, (laughs) We're the, we're the purveyors, we're the leaders, we're the ones that tell you about all this. But when you start putting in names and information, it sort of changes everything, okay? So I want you guys to go ahead and, and listen very closely to a number of people who have been murdered here in Albuquerque. So uh, <clears throat> Daniel Garcia, on August the 8th of this year, he was 28 years old, shooting, Aerospace Parkway on Albuquerque's far west side and uh, officers responding to a shooting found Garcia had been fatally shot on the west side. Multiple witnesses were at the scene. No arrests have been made. And that's something that you were going to hear a lot. One of the things that we're learning about the Albuquerque Police Department is when they say that they have a success in solving rate, meaning that they're getting a homicide solved. They're not actually solving a homicide for this year. There's a lot of mixing up of the numbers. This is information that I am now painfully aware of. So they're not always solving this year. And they factor those into the percentage of the number of solved homicides for the year. But they don't actually go against the number of homicides on this year. So it's not within the year itself. This could be homicides that were solved 20, 25 years ago. They'll get factored into the actual number of homicides this year. So it's far lower in terms of the solution for our very uh, tasked and strapped homicide division, which I think has about 17 or 18 people in it. It's not not enough to go on. Uh, back on January 16th of this year, it was Yahira Rodriguez, three years of age, Pajarito Mesa. Deputies then responded to a person uh, on a down and out on Pajarito Mesa. They found Rodriguez dead. No arrest made in that. May 23rd, by the way, she uh, uh, died by down and out, uh, undetermined in terms of the cause of death. May 23rd of this year, Rosa Alejandra Cisneros Cuellar, 26 years of age, died 
from strangulation. On the 9900 block of Rio Madre, near Dennis Chavez in 98, he said, Leo Marco Cuellar flagged down an officer to say he killed his wife, left her body in their southwest Albuquerque home. He's been arrested, charged with murder. May 28, 2021, Rigo Morales, 38, shot to death at his home on an 8700 block of Spring Stage Southwest near Gibson and Unser. Officers responded to a shooting on the west side, found Morales dead in a home. Sergio Venezuela was arrested in the, and charged on the death. April 21st of this year, we had Ryan Saavedra Jr., all of 18 years young, shot to death at 8810 Sonia Avenue. Saavedra was fatally shot at the Westgate Heights Park and then taken to the hospital where he died. To date, no no charges, no person responsible for the death of 18-year-old Ryan Saavedra. Elias Otero, 24 years of age, shot to death at the home of 6500 block of Jade Park Northeast near San Pedro and San Francisco. Officers responded to a shooting in southwest Albuquerque. Found Otero had been dead in the street and had crashed a car nearby. No arrests made in that. Aaron Rodriguez on June 6th of this year. 23 years of age, on the corner of Broadway and Cole. Police responded to reports of gunfire, found Romero shot to death in southwest Albuquerque. No arrests made there. April 19th of this year, Ali Assad, 16 years of age, 16 years of age, shot to death at the 1900 block of Coors Southwest near Arenal. Deputies responded to a rollover crash, found Assad and Vigil had been shot to death. Manuel Perez has been arrested and charged with two counts of murder. 16 years of age. April 31st of this year, Christy Rivera, 42 years of age, at the couple's home near Rio Bravo in Isleta. Deputies responded to a hospital after Rivera came in fatally injured. Her husband, Jerome Gutierrez, was arrested in the death of her. But Christy Rivera, his wife, on May 31st, Memorial Day weekend of this year. My birthday of this year, Jose Garcia, 21 years of age, died at the 1600 block of Rio Bravo Southwest near Asleta. Deputies responded to a shooting in Southwest Albuquerque found Garcia fatally wounded. Christopher Gonzalez charged in the death of Jose Garcia. April 23rd of this year, Miguel Garcia Munoz, 35 years of age, shot at the 2300 block of Bridge near Old Coors. Deputies responded to a shooting in the South Valley, found Gonzalez Munoz dead in a crashed vehicle. Ruben Sanchez charged in the death. Shiloh Woods on May 29th of this year. Just 21 years of age. On the 200 block of 63rd Northwest between Central and Avalon, officers responded to a triple shooting, found Woods dead and two others injured. No arrests made in the death of Miss Woods. April 3rd of this year, Abel Mares, 22 years of age, shot to death at Pinewood and Cherrywood near Unser and Ladera. Officers found Mares shot to death in the West Side neighborhood. No arrests made in his death. June 16th of this year, Emilio Cedevaca, 22 years of age, near the 6400 block of Western Trail. Police had responded after a man was shot and thrown from a vehicle on the West Side. 
Esteban Pais was arrested in the death of Emilio Sidibaca. Sarah Gallegos, 41 years of age, stabbed to death the 9500 block of Sundancer Northwest near Unser in Paradise. Officers were called to a disturbance in a west side neighborhood. When they arrived, they found Sarah Gallegos had been stabbed to death. Her teenage son, Michael Gallegos, was disoriented, covered in blood. He's been charged in her death. That was, of course, the one that I uh, told uh, people that I was aware of the family. Day after the 4th of July of this year, James Carmody, 24 years of age, unknown how he died, but at the 10,220 block of Arroyo Crest Northwest near Cottonwood Mall, he died during an altercation with neighbors following alleged break-in. No rest made, and it's not known the nature of his death. June 21st of this year, Kenny Rogmont, 37 years of age, in a room at a Motel 6 on Eliff Road. The first of 11, by the way, count them, 11 different deaths at area hotels. Think about that. Officer responded to reports of a body found at Rogmont, dead inside a room at the Motel 6. His girlfriend, Johanna Quintana, was arrested in Pecos, New Mexico, and charged with the murder of Kenny Rogman. Javier Gardia died on the 4th of July, or excuse me, Gandaria died on the 4th of July. 34 years of age, stabbed to death at the home of the 300 block of Lansing Southwest near Bridge in Asleta. Officers responded to reports of a body found outside the home in Southwest Albuquerque. Francisco Robles was charged in the death. Johanna Montoya, 23 years of age, shot to death near Rice and Rio Grande. Montoya is found shot to death and then run over in northwest Albuquerque. Jalen Quinones has been arrested in the death of Johanna Montoya. Benny Hargrove, we of course know that because this was just a little over a month ago. Benny Hargrove, 13 years of age, shot at Washington Middle School. Officers responded to the shooting there, found him fatally injured at Washington Middle School. Juan Sacedo Jr. was arrested, and you, of course, have heard much about uh, his father and his previous uh, run-ins with the law. Patrick Amaral, 40, stabbed to death, 511 Bridge. Officers displaced, dispatch, excuse me, after Amaral was found stabbed to death in an alley. Christopher Young arrested in the death of Patrick Amaral. Rafael Torres, 23 years of age, unknown the nature of his death near Golden 7th. Police were called to a suspicious, suspicious excuse me, vehicle. For the man who was down and out downtown, they found Torres had been injured, was dead. No arrests have been made in the death of Rafael Torres, which happened a little over six weeks ago. Joe Romero. And you might remember this as uh, murderer number 57. I talked to his family. I think it was hard to have that conversation publicly. They appreciated what we were talking about in terms of bringing awareness to what was happening. One of the reasons why we're doing this is because very, so very little is actually spoken about when it comes to these deaths. Maybe a sentence or two or three at most. It's hard to find information. The death of Joe Romero was at Broadway and Cole. And it's one, I think, that it's impacted our listeners quite a bit, if you remember that day, because they responded to a motorcycle crash they found Mr. Romero had been fatally shot with no arrest, no trace, nothing. Just going home after having a good time, hanging out with his girlfriend, and never made it back home. 
July 10th of this year, Travante Robbins, 19 years of age, shot to death on 4th between Central and Gold. It left him dead and another person injured, and a police officer hit by a glass when gunfire struck his windshield. No arrests made there. Severon Mills, 45 years of age, first in Stover, south of Cole. They found him slain in Albuquerque. No arrests have been made. Hugo Dorate Mendez, on May 1st of this year, shot to death. No age at the 2nd and Northwest Interstate 40 frontage roads. Called to a shooting near Coronado Park, a big homeless encampment. They arrested Manuel Moreno, who told the victim and another man they had stolen his wallet earlier in the week, and they had gone into an argument on Saturday. Frank Brown, 45 years of age, shot to death at the Imperial Motel on Central, west of I-25. Officers responded to reports of gunfire, found a man fatally shot at a motel in downtown Albuquerque. No arrests have been made. Joshua Garcia, 22, shot to death at Motel 6 in Avenida Cesar Chavez, right down the street as the police were called to that Motel 6 for a shooting. When they arrived, they found Garcia had been killed. No arrests have been made. Devon Haybone, 22 years of age, 800 block of Locust, also responding to a shooting, found Hayborn fatally wounded at Northeast Albuquerque. Devin Munford has been arrested in the death of Devon Haybone. Matt Chavez, 23, shot to death, Quick Track Convenience Store, 1720 Central. Officers responding to a shooting at the Southwest Gas Station, found a mad dad. No arrests have been made. And finally, and possibly the most heinous of all of the deaths, because it wasn't just one, and it was five at one time, but one we know definitively, and I contacted and reached out to the family because we were trying to understand what was happening. It was the death of 60-year-old Randall Apostolon. Good family. Good people. I found him on March the 5th of this year, at the top level of the parking garage at Albuquerque Sunport. Now, these aren't being counted, by the way. Some people have the numbers at 99. I believe ABQ Report has them at 99abqreport.com if you want to go there. We have it at 94. But that's when a foul odor led police to discover the bodies of Apostle on Matt Miller, Jennifer Lannon, and Jessica Mat- Justin Mata in a vehicle in the upper parking lot of the Albuquerque Sunport. John Lannon was arrested in the death of that. Well, that's the first third, folks, in terms of where we're at on our account and what we have. So we go item by item, line by line, and know exactly who and what and what counts and what doesn't. Um, this is the worst year on record, period. There's nothing that can change that. Your mayor and the city are directly responsible for how violent they allow this city to become. We've had a unbelievable turnstile justice system, which allows these people to get turned out over and over. And there's so many of these that are unsolved without anybody being arrested in the death or directly charged. Some of these may have been done by the same people. That, of course, is one of the things that uh, I think our homicide uh, division is attempting and trying to look into with so little information. So I just want to say uh, today we'll continue to, uh, you know, bring these out to you. I think it's hard to get through uh, all 94 that we have and, and give you all the details on that. But it's, it's a little much to take when you hear it all at once. 
Back in uh, four minutes right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM. Hi, this is Mark Minacucci with the Minacucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manala, Louisiana. Avocado toast, chicken avocado omelet, and any of Sunny Side Up's healthy, tasty lunch choices. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's the place I like.com. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. RevelcoNM.com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Five five zero four nine nine four. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. here in Nikiva. Yeah, it feels a little bit like the beginning of The Departed uh, when you start reading all those names and uh, we started having to memorialize the dead and the people who have been here. It's not just the one death, it's all of them and how it impacts our entire community. And it's a lot to take in, especially when uh, each and every one of us uh, here are impacted one way or another uh, in terms of our proximity, who we knew, the place we go for lunch or dinner, uh, you know, the place we happen to drive by, who it's related next to. Man, I, didn't, I hope it didn't happen to them. It's happening a little bit too often. It's right there at the very front, and it doesn't feel like a very safe place. So, as always, uh, we want to encourage uh, everybody to um, uh, submit whatever it is that they want in terms of their thoughts on the information that we read and gave out to you. You can do so at 550-5500. You can also call in as well. Got a couple of callers on the line. Caller, you're first. Go ahead. Caller, go Am ahead. I on the radio? You are on the radio, sir. Go ahead. Oh, I was calling in to try to get the phone number of, of a pharmacy that advertises on there when the doctor's on on Saturday. Oh, well, there you go. You, know, you just jump right into it. If you're looking <clears throat> for, for any pharmacy or you want to talk to Dr. Summers, it's uh, 8780192 is what you want to go to. You're looking for all the various pharmacies that, that you can go to on on Sunday, I'll give you that as well. Um, you know, we have... 870 eight, 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 what? 8780192. <laughs> Thank you a lot. Oh, I you're welcome. Your, your, uh, your service to the community and oh. 
There Everything else. Hey, happy to help, right? I think that's important. Uh, Eddie, bet you're asked that uh, being a sanctuary city plays a huge part of this. Absolutely, it does. Here the names, by the way, the other call uh, dropped. You're welcome to call in. Uh, stump me. Ask me any question you like. Uh, it's totally fine. Uh, Eddie, good afternoon. Do you have to leave live in Albuquerque? <clears throat> excuse me, to support your campaign? No, you do not. You go to fightfor505.com. <clears throat> Eddie, how do you feel about uh, bringing back the death sentence? Well, uh, I, I feel it would be great uh, in some regards. I don't know that it would actually reduce. <sighs> That's such a hard question. Am I in favor of the death penalty? Am I in favor of capital punishment? It's been a long time since I've, you know, pondered that. I would um, I'd have to answer that in two ways. Philosophically speaking, and I, I guess from my background, a faith background, I would say not in favor of the death penalty. I'm not in favor of any death whatsoever. Insofar as I can prove that it's a deterrent, sure, I'd be, as we live in a collective society, I would uh, absolutely think that it'd be important to deter people from doing the wrong thing. So in that way, I have to say yes, but I'm, I'm pro-life. Uh, personally, uh, and I don't believe in euthanasia, and I hate the right to uh, death bill that was uh, basically passed last year. So I don't know. I'm a little conflicted. I think it's hard. Nobody wants to uh, have to make that that decision. Um, I don't know, Rebecca. I'll let you toss that around. That's a that's a hard question. It is, and I I've had people talk about that one to, with me before, and you know the thing is is like does somebody that is such a horrible person that they would brutally take the life of someone else and and it's determined that you know this person is is so evil that there's no way they could ever be rehabilitated or ever have any remorse for what they've done uh does that person also deserve to die um <laughs> most people would say yes the problem you I, I don't know that most people actually would say yes. I, I, I don't, I don't, that, but I don't want to argue on that point. But, but continue. The the thing is, is that mistakes sometimes get made in court, and later uh, on it's discovered. See, this oh, is where I go on the other way. So, okay. Yeah. So it doesn't happen real often, yeah. but it does happen, and does, so yeah. you got to have this idea in your head. It's like, are we really one hundred percent sure beyond a shadow of a doubt? that later on it's not going to be determined this person, in fact, is innocent. Well, I think uh, given, yeah, so uh, now I can answer that a little bit better. Okay. Just, the, the whole thing caught me off guard. Yeah. Right? And using the law as a deterrent and using an action as a, a deterrent uh, towards that, I would have to say I'd be in favor of the death penalty. I, I, I can't see it any other way because I'd be thinking of the victim's families. Mm -hmm. right. uh, so I think for me, I could. There's there's no way I could... You know, knowing what we know about science and forensics and all the other stuff now, I'd probably have to, I'd probably have to go with it. It's a lot easier to make those determinations nowadays yeah. than it used to be with yeah. DNA evidence. I think and even all that. more so. I wouldn't mm -hmm. even be a philosophical. It'd just be like, well, this is the turn. This is what happens, and you know, we're not going to house somebody at a cost of two hundred thousand dollars a year so they can live out the rest of their miserable lives after they decided to go yeah. ahead and slaughter somebody else. So, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, Eddie, I will call to discuss the vaccine attestation. 
is it has no legal effect. It's like a car salesman who have you have signed a paper to make you feel committed and buy. Uh, this is U.S. Constitutional Article 2, Section 2, and the powers of the executive. Uh, one mention of health care mandates. There is no law. I believe uh, today, can you look this up? Uh, did not did Biden not mandate uh, the vaccine? I believe that he did. It certainly sounded that way I to me. I think that's uh, uh, more or less what we heard, if I'm not mistaken. So um, there you go. Let's see. Look into this after your show, Eddie. You'll thank me later. FDA presentation called Vaccine and Related Biological Products Advisory. Presentation, eight hours and 50 minutes. Uh, started two hours, 33 minutes and 16 seconds. The presenter is talking. He says this. Tom has a list of possible adverse event outcomes of interest. I would uh, not dwell on this. He has them at the end of his presentation. The giving person, the person giving the presentation, then tries to jam past slide 16, freezing the screen at two hours, 33 minutes, and 40 seconds. You will see slide 16 and a list of those adverse event outcomes of interest. On August, excuse me, on October 22nd, 2020, of these disturbing side effects. These side effects were never disclosed to the world, but when the vaccines came out, but now they are happening and they're still not being disclosed. We should talk about that. I think uh, we probably will. We'll do that right after the top of the hour. Fox News right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Hey, Grandpa and Stella. We need to get back to work. We are working, Eva. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work. You do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, hey Eva, we, we want to race. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. You're listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. 
A grand jury has indicted a cybersecurity lawyer in connection with special counsel John Durham's investigation into the origins of the FBI's Russia probe on charges that he lied to investigators during the 2016 presidential campaign. The Pentagon confirmed Wednesday that Joint Chiefs Chair General Mark Milley made two calls to his Chinese counterpart in the final months of the Trump administration. A Joint Chiefs of Staff spokesperson saying the calls were meant to maintain stability between the two countries. U.S. Secretary of Defense and former defense contractor Lloyd Austin on Thursday spoke to reporters about his trust in General Milley. I have confidence in General Milley. President Biden also saying he has great confidence in the general. Meanwhile, Republicans are accusing Milley of treasonous behavior. This is USA Radio News. Foxwell Radio is looking for a co-host. Yes, you heard me correctly. Nationally syndicated radio show and popular podcast, Rockstar Radio with Billy Gerard is looking for a co-host. In fact, two segment co-hosts. One will join Billy weekly talking about all things financial and another for a weekly review of the national real estate and mortgage market. Co-hosting with Billy Gerard could be the move that puts your career into overdrive. For all the details and to schedule an audition with Billy, send an email to bill at rockstar.today. That's bill at rockstar.today. Or go to rockstar.today slash co-host for all the details. Rockstar Radio is looking for two expert co-hosts. It could be you. Email bill at rockstar.today or go to rockstar.today slash co-host. Being on the radio with Billy will make you the expert in the field. It could take your career over the moon. Get all the audition details at rockstar.today slash co-host. Governors have been notified how many Afghan refugees are being sent to their state. The Biden administration notified governors and mayors on Wednesday the number of Afghan evacuees their state is expected to receive in the coming weeks. The initial group of 37,000 Afghans will soon be headed to states across the country. California is projected to receive the largest number of Afghans at just over 5,200. Next is Texas at nearly 4,500. U.S.-bound flights carrying Afghans will be grounded for about another week after four cases of measles were discovered among recent arrivals in the United States. From the West Coast, USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. The federal prosecutor looking into the origins of the Russia investigation could soon indict a lawyer with ties to the Democratic Party. Reports say Prosecutor John Durham might be close to going to a grand jury with allegations that attorney Michael Sussman made false statements to the FBI about a possible connection between the Trump Organization and Russia. USA Radio News. New surveys show that Americans don't think vaccines are enough to protect themselves and others from COVID-19. 80% want thermometers used in public places to screen for COVID-19. 36% know that non-contact devices are inaccurate. And 60% would not recommend that friends or family members enter places that screen with them. To be safe, use Exergen at home, at work, and in public. It's the only thermometer proven accurate by more than 100 published clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. President Joe Biden's job approval among Americans has dropped with an especially notable drop in support among Hispanics. That's according to the latest Quinnipiac poll. Among Hispanics, only 38 percent approve of Biden's handling of his job as president, a virtual tie with white Americans who registered 37 percent approval. That's a drop of 12 points among Hispanics in only a few short months. The president also losing support from independents, and as far as why that's happening, Lee Carter's a pollster. She tells Fox News. 
more than half folks think that, that Biden is not doing a good job. In particular, they're very concerned about the economy. That 52% of Americans who are saying he's not doing a good job on the economy. That's a 10% shift in just two months. If you look at Democrats, they still think he's doing a good job. Republicans, not surprisingly, say he's not. The really important piece there is those independent voters who are really not giving him the benefit of the doubt. They're saying they're not feeling good about the economy. They're not feeling good about foreign policy. They're not feeling good about his handling of COVID, which all were things that he told very, very well with independence until he took office in the last two months have been really, really not good for him. As you look at the popularity of the infrastructure plan, it's also really changed. When it was a $1.2 trillion spending, we had a lot of support among independents. Right now, right. less than 50% of independents think this is the right thing for Americans for America to do right now. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Doctors don't lie. <laughs> Albuquerque's macro aggression. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on the M1600KIVA, hour two. Here in the Kiva, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Don't forget downloading our apps for rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Tried to pull up those slides, wasn't able to get to it. Hoping to find the side effects. Neither the side effects nor the content of these vaccines uh, really coming through, and now we're mandating it. And then you hear uh, the lack of support for Joe Biden, and then you say to yourself, well, how is this supposed to be working? And I've got some really cool uh, texts that have all been uh, coming in. In fact, uh, I'd love to have one of the guys who's texting in pretty pretty, pretty lengthily uh, what, what is actually going on. It seems like the things that you guys want to talk most about is actually virus. So fortunately for me, uh, a candidate for mayor for the city of Albuquerque, as uh, you guys are, are now saying, I've actually put that as part of our platform. Neither one of the other candidates is actually talking about it. Both are in charge of the vaccination and masking reactions. They can police it. They can enforce. They can do whatever uh, you can. So let me, let me just go ahead and, and say, let me just say to you guys that there is a different response. If you don't enforce it, and remember, nobody's been prosecuted for not wearing a mask. If you don't enforce it, nothing can actually happen to me as your mayor. Yeah, you can't just go ahead and stick me in front of the Supreme Court without, actually giving, without giving me due process. And you can't keep an emergency authorization in, in effect forever, folks. You can't do it. Let me remind you of some quick stats so we can drill down on this. We have been in an emergency situation since March 13th of last year. March 13th. I don't know how many 500 some odd days since that's that's happened. One of three states where that's happened. Uh, Rebecca, if you don't mind, you get to do a little D Dowd uh, uh, 3000 sure. work. Dowd out today. He is uh, likely going to be out tomorrow. We're going to be keeping him and his pup in in our prayers. Uh, he is uh, very distraught and upset about it. So he asked if he could go ahead and uh, take the remainder of the week off. More than happy to go ahead and give him that type of reprieve uh, for uh, dealing with his family members, and that's important. So please keep him in your prayers. But if you look at that. One of seven states, one of seven states that requires masking indoors. And I say to your, I say to all of you, why? Why are we putting up with this? Emergency use, emergency situation when now not being rejected. What New York, Pennsylvania, they've all revoked it. We're one of three states. What'd you come up with, Rebecca? Anything? Happen a quick, well, quick look on Google. Go ahead. Yeah, I did. Numerous different news agencies sure, are reporting what 
Joe Biden. It, it says that Joe Biden yep. Thursday imposed uh-huh. stringent new vaccine rules. He Apparently, we don't need the other branches of government anymore. Right. And um, so and apparently he's getting uh, he said, we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us. So apparently Joe Biden is impatient with us. Yeah, well, that was, I believe, last week is what you're the most recent. Right. That's the most recent thing. Okay, so uh, we know that uh, he has mandated this for every single company. That's mm-hmm. over 100 people. And that's a lot of companies. Even here in, uh, I, I couldn't tell you the total number of companies in Albuquerque or in the state of New Mexico that has more than uh, 100 employees. But when you're mandating it, here's what's going on. <laughs> the Biden administration mandating businesses of over 100 employees. What do you do? Uh, shrink down to 99. To mandate vaccinations among workers. Can he do it? Is it unconstitutional? Well, now a new business. Business advocacy group is suing the Biden administration over its coronavirus vaccine requirement. They shouldn't have to do this, but they are. According to the report, the president announced last week his administration will require those businesses of a certain size to mandate vaccinations in an effort to slow the spread. Isn't the spread already slowing? You've heard recently, you know, last week, week and a half, it's now slowing down. Remember when it ramped up? Does anybody recall when that happened? That was October through December, beginning of January. Look at the spikes. Go look at those spikes. I remember it like it was yesterday. This all feels like a bad dream. This is a group called the JCN Job Creators Network filing a lawsuit to block the implementation of this order. Will they be able to do so? Do I, as your mayor, not be able to have to enforce it? By the way, my competitors are afforded equal opportunity to go ahead and use my radio station for a live call-in program directly here where they uh, should be able to take the uh, phone calls that come in at 550-5500. We are open for phone calls as well, if you like, on anything that you want to go ahead and touch. So this is like a, a two-prong approach. Now, I know I'm not going to be able to go ahead and, and find the courage amongst a number of employers. Most of uh, our employers here in this state are like, you know, very compliant. And you lay down, uh, you know, I've got people walking all the way around me. If I walk in, oh, where's your mask? Where's your mask? I'm like, oh, okay. Here it is. Right here. There you go. Okay. Will this get any traction? Will this be successful? Should they try it knowing they're not going to be successful? That's the question. The lawsuit will only be filed after OSHA issues an emergency temporary standard to enact the requirement which has yet to happen. Small businesses are already contending with historic labor shortages, and this order will add expensive new barriers to finding and keeping employees. No doubt about it. Let's just say maybe these people don't like small businesses. At the very same time, the White House is doubling down on its fight for additional funding for other government agencies, including, guess what, the IRS. And what else were they also interested in? Does anybody know that your bank account is uh, practically going to be public information very soon? If Joe Biden has anything to do with it, did you look at some of those infringements coming in, Rebecca? There it is. It's no longer FDIC insured. It's GOV, and we're going to take it. That's the way this is going to go. This isn't America anymore, folks. This is an entirely different country if you let it happen. All right. So here I am as your mayor saying, I do not have to enforce. We got the mask mandate for another month. We've got now forced vaxxing of anybody who works for an employer. You work for a big company, big company over 100. Guess what? 
You're going to be forced to get the vaccine or lose your job. Is that even legal? Could you lose your job for not getting vaccinated? This is very funny, you guys. This is all going to jive with each and every one of you, and you'll love this. Since when do we go from 15 days to flatten the curve just became three jabs to feed your family? Are you ready to resist tyranny yet? I don't know. I don't know. You mind if I add something here? Absolutely. Go ahead. Last weekend when I was at the gun show all weekend, one one thing that, that just really dug at me is here I'm at a gun show filled with a whole bunch of people, which uh, you would assume are supporters of the second amendment. Yep. But yet they come in and they comply with the mask mandate. Now, Nobody in that place was enforcing that. People have simply been trained to roll over and just and submit. It was a and gun show. You're it absolutely was a gun show. right. Did you see me wear my mask? No, I certainly wasn't. I saw I saw two <laughs> other candidates uh, who were there who were supposedly uh, pro two A, pro mm-hmm. you know very Republican. They both walked in with their masks on. So so the question I ask is for all of these people that are pro Second Amendment that were at the gun show. What are you going to do when they say, well, you got to give us your guns because it's a mandate and uh, you have to hand them over? What are they going to do then? Are they just going to hand them over? Am I get, I'm guessing a lot of people will. And, and that really scares me. Um, this is what uh, Australia went through. Yeah. Australia went through exactly this, didn't they? Right, and they're right, they handed over the guns. Now they handed over all their liberties. This is in, no one's going to go to Australia anymore. No, and they're not going to let you go there either. No. So let me get to a couple more of your texts uh, that are here. If you pretend that Jewish Jenner is a woman, you can pretend I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> well, some people just want to have a good a good feeling. <laughs> I overheard a New Mexico senator said the pandemic will get worse and they will close schools again in October. He was in my place of work when they said this. Yeah, everyone's coming in. I will call to discuss the vaccine attestation. SNL, which is Sandia National Labs, email does require a vaccine now. All unvaxxed SNL employees can still use religious exemptions, but still no C-19 test available, which is, that is not EUA. And we know of those EUA, very, very, very prone to getting a positive test. Sheriff, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Manny Gonzalez has a duty to enforce U.S. Constitution and close SNL for unconstitutional mandates to protect our rights and close the roads. According to this, it says those who do decline to respond are not fully vaccinated, must comply with current and future required safety protocols at Sandia National Labs, which currently include wear a mask regardless of level of community transmission, physically distance and submit to a weekly COVID-19 testing and provide proof of having received a negative COVID-19 test as soon as it is available. One of three states which have never lifted the emergency uh, use declaration. Is that, am I correct on that number? Did you look up the, those three? And only one of seven states to enforce an indoor mask mandate. When will this end? The answer is never, unless you have somebody pushing back on your behalf. And my work is asking for a vax card yesterday and today. Do, does your company have the right and under what penalty would they suffer if you decided to go ahead and not provide your VAX card, would you suffer? Would they suffer? Do they suffer if they make the request? I don't know. This is all insanity. I don't even know how I even talk about this. The, every single thing I'm saying is totally illogical. This is not America. 
asking for your vaccination? California, Florida, New York, and all of D.C. aren't on it when it comes to the Delta variant surge prompting return to indoor mandates in seven states. Thank you for for doing this, uh, folks. I appreciate that. Hawaii, Illinois, Louisiana, Nevada, New Mexico, Oregon, and Washington require people to wear masks indoors in public places. This one by the Archdiocese website for COVID guidance. Priests recommended to not be romantically heroic by giving the sacrament of the sick. We're going to refuse services. We're going to refuse, right? Three jabs, one to 15 days to flatten the curve, become three jabs to feed your family. The difference between human and animals, animals would never allow the dumbest ones to lead the pack. Perfect. Only mask I've worn to a gun show. Oh, wow. This is one of those radiation masks. That's very funny. Good stuff. There it is. Hey, Eddie, if COVID-19 is so bad, I'm losing patience with the Biden-Luhan Grisham administrations, allowing thousands and hundreds of thousands of unvaccinated people into this country. Tim, you're going to continue to see this type of response. And I think the uh, natives are getting a little bit restless, to say the least. Well, a lot of them are, especially based on that protest we had on Monday. Well, where is the pushback? How is the pushback going to happen? A lot of people have stated, well, when you finally take the guns, that's when the civil... Well, it wasn't enough to take your life, your liberty, your ability to pursue your happiness, right? Yeah. By the way, happiness, a.k.a. property. I watched a disturbing video, very disturbing video. I put it on my Telegram for the uh, radio station, and it was like, this is what 2030 looks like. You will own nothing, and you will be happy. That's what they ultimately want out of you. (laughs) Stop sending me jokes. Eddie. I sent a text to you regarding an epidemiologist and some doctors who called into the Clay and Buck show. I have yet to get that, by the way. I'm not able to get that. They emphatically stated the dangers of these vaccines and how the vaccinated are actually dangerous to the unvaccinated. The other way around. You who have a vaccination, we're now going to tell you to stay away. What game are we playing? Right? They're trying to separate us is what they're doing. Oh, and, they, and it's, they've done and it's, that. Oh, and they're just doing it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I watched an interesting thing the other day. This guy was doing like one of these man on the street interviews and he was just asking every person that walked by him. He, he was pretending he was taking a survey and he had a clipboard and he, he was asking people, he says, I'm taking a I'm, I'm, I'm doing a petition here for, uh, you know, those unvaxxed people, those people that are the, the, the anti-vaxxers. He says, I'm getting a petition here uh, that we should put them in jail until they uh, decide to get the vax. And, oh, the terrifying thing about this, at least nine out of ten of the people that walked by him signed this petition. I, 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 That's ultimately what this is going to become. I'll read you some more stuff. Yeah. Uh, this just coming from the Albuquerque Public School community. The safety, health, and well-being of Albuquerque Public School staff, students, and community are always our priority. The mental health and behavioral challenges of all schools will be dealt with in normal times. Now seems to be exacerbated by the pandemic as predicted when the schools worldwide closed in response to the global health threat back in March of 2020. We are making it worse on ourselves. We have control of this. Your mayor should be demanding that the schools stay 100% open and mandating it for the rest of the year. It does say Albuquerque in front of it. Schools provide safety structure, social connectedness, and much more. We know students can struggle with conflict resolutions that they don't have a adult supervision. We also know that at home, present its dangers, we know a home can present its dangers, excuse me, if the items prohibited uh, in schools are in reach and brought onto our campuses. There's no evidence of research yet to explain some of the discipline issues we're experiencing in our schools. Still, we believe the rise in violence and unacceptable behavior posted to social media 
Oh, well, and this, this is just going to get worse. These are, these, these are emails that parents are currently getting. Here's earlier on an epidemiologist call and more on the Clay and Buck show. Okay. Not sure if you were able to catch it in the Clay and Buck show today, but in their second hour, the epidemiologist called in with an excellent detailed information on how describing intricately why the vaccinated are a heightened risk for reinfection with mutation and how they're actually dangerous to the unvaccinated and also to themselves. I missed the beginning of the whole call, but he claimed he'd been a guest on Russia's show three times prior, and his name was Paul. He sounded uh, Asian. His call was followed up by three medical professionals who called in and agreed 100% with his information. All three of those callers imparted important information as well. Information would be extremely beneficial to listeners, Eddie, if you'd be able and willing to play back this portion of the Clay and Buck show on yours. It might help someone listening decide to not get vaccinated. It might help businesses to think twice before demanding that their employees get vaccinated. And it absolutely exposes Biden, Lujan, Grisham, and Dr. Disgrace forcing vaccines as a public practice for the virus for the lie that it is. By the way, you're getting this epidemiologist to be a guest on your show would be fantastic. That would be fantastic to hear a 360 degree, both sides, what's really going on. Most basic property is your body. If governor now owns your body, slavery mandate, everyone now has to take antidepressants. You can become violent. This all seems to be coming to a crushing crescendo, like all at one time before we go into, remember during last year at this time, what did we hear from Joe Biden prior to him being quote unquote, I'm going to put that in air quotes, elected. Do you remember? Mm. Long, dark winter. Right. Remember when mm-hmm. you heard Biden say long, dark winter? I remember when he said that. I do, too. Uh, Eddie, here we go. Haven't heard from Kevin in a little while. 70% of the U.S. is vaccinated. Then why is the resident-in-chief attempting to impose an unconstitutional, legal, and I predict unsuccessful mandate, while at the same time letting millions of illegal aliens and Afghan refugees into the country without being vaccinated? How does this make any sense? It makes sense when you don't think about it, which is exactly what Joey Basement and MLG want. Love that, uh, Joey Basement. Well, you know, the thing is, Eddie, they're not concerned about the law. They're throwing the mud against the wall and people are falling for it. People are complying. So as long as they keep complying, it doesn't have to uh, go along with the law. It doesn't even have to be constitutional. If they're complying, it doesn't matter. I don't even know that we know in the tomorrow is Constitution Day. I don't know. It says September 17th, uh, 1787. I don't even know that we know what that is anymore. I don't think most people do. Yeah, and I think uh, your constitutional rights. Uh, this was after Joe Biden. Remember, he said it before and after talking about the uh, long, dark winter. Uh, Eddie, I listened to the show this morning. Dude was spot on. He sounded like he was from India. Here is Joe Biden. Election rates are up 34 percent. More people are being hospitalized because of COVID than ever before. We're up to between three and 4,000 deaths per day as we approach a grim milestone of 400,000 deaths in America. That's staggering, to state the obvious. I know the pain that so many of you are experiencing, experiencing right now, starting by sitting down for breakfast this morning and staring at an empty chair around the kitchen table where a loved one used to sit, laugh, Talk about how you love one another. I know the frustration that we're all feeling. Almost a year later, we're still far from back to normal. By the way, this was almost a year ago. This was five days before he took the oath to be president of the United States. 
The honest truth is this. Things will get worse before they get better. Yeah, that was him starting into his administration. Things will get worse before they get better. What did we see right after the election? What happened to the state of New Mexico the first week of February? Does anybody recall putting all this stuff in context? What happened? You saw New Mexico opening up. We're going to start thinking about opening up the schools in February. Oh, yeah, of course. We got our guy into the, the, the office. We're about right there. They played politics. Healthcare played politics all of last year. And here's his last comment. I told you I'll always level with you. Oh, yeah. You know, and the policy changes that we're going to be making are going to take time to show up in the COVID statistics. And they're not just statistics. It's people's lives. People getting infected today don't show up in case counts for weeks. Those who perish from this disease die weeks after exposure. So it will take time. But I know there are things we can do and we can do them now. For example, the vaccines offer so much hope. We're grateful for the scientists and researchers and everyone who participated in the clinical trials. We're grateful for the integrity of the process, the rigorous review and testing that's led to millions of people around the world already being vaccinated safely. But the vaccine rollout in the United States has been a dismal failure thus far. Yeah, in you today's briefing, office, right? we discussed five things, five things we'll do in an attempt to turn things around. Five things to turn frustration into motivation. Five things to help us meet our goal of 100 million shots by the end of our first 100 days in office. Some wonder if we're reaching too far for that goal. Is it achievable? It's a legitimate question to ask. Let me be clear. I'm convinced we can get it done. That's exactly what his goal was right from the very beginning. And I think it's important to note that the goal wasn't, hey, healing and preventing people from getting sick. The goal was to get vaccinated. He used literally the feeling of helplessness right before he took office to say that we don't know how long this is going to last, but it's going to last as long as we want it to last because we're going to change the narrative, change the story. Then it became there was no indications there that it was going to become the pandemic of the unvaccinated, as they're saying. But they certainly the planners and the people around them certainly knew that 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 was coming. And here we are. We're about to embark again on a colder time of year in the Northern hemisphere where things will start to change and people will get the flu, but they won't think it's the flu. They'll say it's COVID. How many people do you know? I asked an entire room that this morning. When did, did you get the flu last year? Did you get the flu last year? Did you get, no, you didn't. Cause if you got the flu, what'd you get? COVID. COVID. Everything's COVID. Now. Everything is become COVID. 550-5500, I'll take your calls. I was just at Albertsons an hour ago, Eddie, walking in, in maskless. At the same time, a maskless lady was walking out. We smiled at each other as we passed each other. Civil disobedience at its finest. I do have to say that is very fine indeed. I'm glad you guys could see each other's beautiful faces. Do we lose about 4,500 people to age-related deaths every day? I think we do. Do you know how many people die every single day in the state of New Mexico? 41. Tell me if that's changed at all. It just mounts, it just changes in terms of whether or not the hospital directly benefits. If they write COVID 
And if they say COVID vented, well, that equates to about $55,000. I hate to say it. Exactly. I actually pulled up the information uh, after Dowd had left last night and pretty amazing. Uh, how is Trader Joe? That's hilarious. Trader Joe. You guys are coming up with even better stuff. Oh, yeah. Trader, yeah, Trader Joe. Trader Joe. Trader Joe. Are going to prove who's really dying and what caused the death. Well, the administration has been paying for funerals when families go along with the COVID-19 having caused the death. Worst administration and president ever. Uh, so far, that remains to be true. This far in. I got called in uh, a DeSanti at Albertsons. What is that? I got called a DeSanti at Albertsons last time I was there. Maskless by employees. I'm not sure. Do you know what a DeSante? That's a new term. I don't know. know. I'll see if I can figure out what that is. Let me sink this in. Uh, It's for you, Eddie. For the first time in human history, we can transmit a disease we don't have to those who are immunized, immunized against it. That's just too much logic. That's just so much clear thinking. I don't even know what to say. All right. Back after a quick break uh, right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. Don't forget, you can go to fightfor505.com as well. Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. 
This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, Taco Tote, hugetacos.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot. The Mortgage Guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Vanessa Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999.
screenshot earlier somebody was telling me well if you can capture that stuff and you can see it then you can see the symptoms that they were talking about 10 months ago that the fda wanted to warn you but didn't warn you about because they just skipped very quickly and uh my intel guy scott uh sent it to me the intel uh scott let's see if it... oh jesse thank you jesse jesse's girl right rick springfield dang i haven't heard that in forever Okay, so here it is, FDA safety surveillance. Uh, so during this segment, by the way, my uh, competitors, I'm running for mayor of Albuquerque. You're welcome to go ahead and uh, take equal time on this. I just want to keep reminding you, you know, anytime you want. And then the phone lines are open. You're welcome to call in too. 550-5500. Okay, so FDA safety surveillance of COVID-19 vaccines. Draft working list of possible adverse event outcomes, quote unquote, subject to change. Okay, so they knew about this on the vaccines prior to them being approved. Now, this is October of last year. We were literally waiting. We we're on the cusp, right? It was like uh, two weeks before. And they said, we have some, Trump came out and he said, oh, I got some really, really good news. We've got some really good news. We're going to have the vaccines. And people are like, whoa, I think that's what we're all waiting for. We're finally waiting for the miracle cure. I mean, Trump took the bait from following Fauci and, and Burks right on down to, well, the timing of the information that they didn't want to release to him to tell him that they had quote unquote vaccines. Let me just say something in Trump's defense, and I'm going to adamantly defend him on this from the standpoint, uh, doesn't every single person trust their doctor? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? If you're sick, Rebecca, if anybody's sick out there, what's the first thing that you ask them? You ask them immediately, well, have you seen a doctor? Have you seen a doctor? Have you talked to a doctor? We're supposed to be able you know, to trust doctors. We're supposed to be able to trust doctors. Yeah, exactly right. So in his defense, I think he did what every logical person to do is like, I'm not the expert. I didn't go to medical school. I'm not that smart or whatever you want to do. Okay. So in his defense, we'll say that. Okay. So this was what they were saying, possible adverse effects. And the FDA was already well aware of this. Okay. Just on the cusp, maybe a day or two away from finally approving this. stuff. This is going to make you mad. Here we are. Allow me to get through this slowly. FDA, Federal Drug Administration, uh, Center for Biological Evaluation and Research, CBER, Meeting of the Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee. By the way, if somebody wants to send me the clay and buck portion, love to hear that, please. If you want to uh, help me and isolate that, you can help me today. Guillain-Barre Syndrome, Acute Disseminated Encephalomyelitis. When you think of encephalitis, we think of the elephant man, right? Is that correct? I think encephalitis is elephant man. The, the shunts, you know, people have water of the brain, encephalitis, I think that's where we're at. 
transverse myelitis. I don't know what that is, but it sounds terrible. Encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis, meningonencephalitis, meningitis. We know that that's one of the worst things there is out there. That's a bad one, yeah. That's a bad one. Encephalopathy, convolutions and seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, cataplexy, anaphylaxis, acute myocardial infarction, a.k.a. heart attack, myocarditis, pericarditis, autoimmune disease, death, side effect, death, pregnancy and birth outcomes. I don't know if there is there another drug out there if you take it as prescribed. Could you actually say uh, one of the side effects is death? No, not no. one. Not one other one that's out there. By the way, I looked up transverse myelitis. Yeah, how's that going? What does that look like? Inflammation of both sides of one section of the spinal cord. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm out. That that's bad. Give me now. Pregnancy and birth outcomes for the baby, no doubt. Other, uh, we're finding that women are becoming barren, right after they take yeah. it. That's uh, happened. I think you did. And, did you tell me that you heard uh, of someone? That, that took I, it that you knew of somebody or was it well a story? I, I I've personally known people that have their they, they just being around somebody that's been vaxxed yeah their period goes crazy really yes no totally stop it I know somebody that's a good friend stop it stop it right now <laughs> do not fill my head with anything else <laughs> I don't need it I don't need it <laughs> okay. keep me in this little bubble keep talking about politics <laughs> okay stop. My God. Other yeah. acute demelinating diseases, non-apophylactic allergic reaction, thrombocytopenia. That sounds bad. I don't know what I just said. Sounds terrible. Sounds you want me to look it up? <laughs> <laughs> thrombocytopenia. I don't know. COVID came along. All of a sudden, they gave me a drug. And, oh, man, I have thrombocytopenia. Never heard about it before, but I got it. There it is. Thanks, COVID. Thanks, Biden. Thanks, my large corporation that matches my 401k. But, Eddie, you've got all these doctors out there on, on cable news stations that are saying oh, that so the, vax, the vax is 100% safe. Thrombocy oh, here it is. Thrombocytopenia. It just came right up. The condition which you have a low blood platelet count. That ain't good. No. The colors, blood glycocounts that help blood clots. There it is. Platelets stop bleeding by clumping and forming plugs and blood vessel injuries. There you go. What happens if you have thrombocytopenia? Uh, they yep. aid blood clotting, stop bleeding. When platelet levels are low, you may bruise and bleed excessively. Cancers, treatments, medications, autoimmune diseases can cause the condition. Great. Now I don't even need an autoimmune disease to actually cause this. I just get a vaccine. Yeah. How, how's your uncle? My gosh, where am I going? All right, here we go. Get into more of this. Disseminated intravascular coagulation. Yeah, that's blood clot. Got to be, right? Sounds like it to me, the coagulation. Coagulation right? intravascular. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ven venous thromboembolism. Thromboembolism. Oh, venous, venous, 
venous thromboembolism. You tell I'm not a doctor. That sounds like... Uh, Don't even want to know one. <laughs> Don't even want to play one on TV. Embolism. That sounds like a brain thing. Arthritis and arthralia joint pain. Kawasaki disease. I don't know. Is that like a rapid motorcycle up and down the, the That's street? what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody if it has it. It's just Kawasaki. Oh, that's the first Kawasaki disease and thrombocytopenia. It's the same way. Somehow they are actually related. Let's look at what Kawasaki disease. Causing the swelling in the walls of the medium-sized arteries throughout the body. It affects children. Primarily affects children younger than the age. So now... I take a vaccine and I could actually get Kawasaki disease. Side effect. What the hell is in this damn thing? And I'm the crazy one? Oh, seriously. Well, you, t- you, you took the vaccine. You could get Kawasaki disease. Everybody should be listening to this broadcast right now. You should go tell every single person to listen to the things that I am saying. Slide 16. Here we are from the FDA. Arthritis and arthralgia joint pain. Multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. I don't know what that is. That sounds very general. You know, the sad thing, that Sounds Eddie, like uh, peanuts on the plane. Is that people Vaccine, have been so... Wait, hold on. Con- okay. Hold on. Vaccine-enhanced disease, whatever that is. This is what the FDA safety surveillance of COVID-19 vaccines, draft working list of possible adverse event outcomes, subject to change. What, what, is, what does that mean? How do they know so much about this, and yet we know nothing? And by the way, he just blows through the screenshots. Jesse, excellent work. Send me the Clay and Buck stuff. Trader Joe is uh, the Darth Trader. That's very funny, you guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you find... I, I, I don't know. I'm scared to death at this point. They touched me with that needle. I immediately got all these things, right? Kawasaki disease is the new is is the new suicide bombers. I don't know if that's a jo- I don't know if that's a jo- is that a joke is that a, my I don't know if I'm joking or not that whatever that is. Uh, G-Man says in 2018 before COVID number of deaths of persons age 65 over 2.1 million. That's 5,800 deaths a day. This comes from the CDC. There you go. He was right. Uh, Eddie, you can also throw in changing of the election laws to help them steal future elections. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a that is that that is joke. Oh. No, no, no joke. What it boils down to is the Biden administration doesn't want the unvaccinated to get vaccinated. If you tell someone that is reluctant to do something or doesn't want to do something, they have to do it. They won't do it. This is nothing to do about people's health anymore. Anymore, it's all about power and control. And the Democrats don't want to give it up. They can push to their progressive agenda and massive spending programs all under the guise of public health. Not to mention control your behaviors. Eddie, at my workplace, we are already in need of more help. But me and a few of my coworkers that have not been vaccinated have already discussed they will walk out the movement we are required to get vaccinated. I will not be bullied by a government that has lots of innocent blood on their hands. The good thing that could also become of this is hopefully during this time, if you weren't laid off, you stored up lots of money and you didn't have to work. Hopefully you did that. Hopefully you did that. Then you can afford to do that. Uh, Eddie, if I have HIV, I'm protected by ADA, but if sick, healthy, and mandated to get sick, an arguably deadly communicable disease, see attached from the uh, HIV.gov. Okay. Oh, wow. And finally, this. All right. <laughs> All right. Somebody can send me that Clay and Buck stuff on that other side. I would love to hear. And which, uh, it, that was during hour number two uh, this after, uh, uh, 
late late this uh, morning. All right, uh, Rebecca, go ahead. You had to say oh, it. well, what I was going to say is that all of these horrible things that we were just talking about, people have been so mentally conditioned for over a year now by just repetitive, just every day on the mainstream news over and over and over again. They actually have the attitude, even after you tell them all this kind of stuff. Oh, well, OK, I'll go, I'll go get that shot now. It's like, are you crazy? <laughs> are you crazy? Well, if, if that's an FDA slide, which from all looks of it, I believe that it is. And you're talking about those, those type of side effects and you were informed. Remember, informed consent. Right. Well, I've been informed and I do not consent now. So therefore, based upon the information, so you cannot deny what you don't know is in it. So a lot of people have been shopping around what they think is in it. Okay. So I don't buy that. I don't like that. Well, but according to Trader Darth Joe, you no longer have a choice. If I cooked a meal for you, I'm not going to let somebody else determine based upon what they back out of it, of what's in the contents of that. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's the wrong approach. I don't think you reverse technology by, by thinking that you can break it down into what you think is in it or making some sort of assumption. You have to have some level of responsibility, and that's the responsibility of the FDA and the CDC. If, they, if these guys are out there peddling this stuff, and there's no repercussions for this. And I want you to understand this. You cannot sue these companies. You cannot sue these companies. That's the problem. The problem is you can't sue these companies. You're mandated to take it. You don't know what it is. You don't have informed consent. You are literally forced to be compliant. And now they're going to punish companies if you don't do it. It's not that something isn't right. It's just that this entire thing is dead wrong from top to bottom. You know it is. I smell a rat. I know it's bad. I don't know what's going to happen. And now that I have these side effects, I don't care what's in it. You could tell me it's got, you know, peanut butter, jelly, strawberry jam, and I'm going to be happy and euphoric. I, if it has those side effects after injecting the strawberry and peanut butter into my blood, let me tell you right now, I am not taking it. 550, 50, 500, a board full of callers. Go ahead. Hello? Hello. Go ahead, sir. Oh, wow. I'm on. There hey, you are. Yes. Hey, you're welcome for taking hey. your call. Go ahead. I got a question. How do we go about uh, looking for a group that wants to uh, audit the election that occurred back in 2020 presidential election? Well, there's already two groups that exist. One guy just lost. Where do his... I find them? Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Rebecca, the gr groups that want to audit the election with Mike Lindell and then uh, David Clements down south, who just was relieved of his duties at New Mexico State. We'll pull that up. We'll keep we'll you pull on, that we'll up. Pull that up. We'll keep you on the air. Hang on the air, okay? We'll we'll have the answer to you shortly. Follow you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. This is Peter. 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 How are you? Good. How are you, sir? I'm hey, good. I want to make make reference to your Tuesday show, the very very last caller who was talking, and I'm going to segue it into the topic today. Okay. Um. So he was talking about geoengineering, which is something I very much believe is happening in nanoparticles, and he was talking that he and his wife have a jet in the shot, but they're magnetic. I'm curious if they've taken a swap, if they've taken a test, because I won't take the, I won't take the jab, and I won't take the test. Uh, in fact, I lost out some work, because I think the, um, the swabs themselves, because the companies who produce the test is Gates and the big four pharma, is I think there's nanotechnology in that, too. And I think maybe that's how they have nanotechnology in their body because, you know, you're doing a nasal swab. People but, have looked uh, at these nasal swabs. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let him, let him okay. finish. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I would segue that into the test. It's like, don't do tests because that's the whole thing is we're going to get away. We're, we're getting the pushback against the passport, which is great, but they're still trying to make people do tests. The more you test, whether, whether or not there's nanoparticles in it, you're basically setting yourself up for them to juke the stats, and they're going to keep using it to push the Oh, see, there's more cases. It's always the case demic. All right, I'm, I'm, so getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting confused. So your, your your point that you're making is just more tests, more positive cases. I mean, that, of course, will follow, no doubt. Uh, we, at the very beginning, if you recall, we didn't have people test if they were asymptomatic. In fact, the state of New Mexico was trying to qualify people during to the long lines not to get tested. And then they suddenly stopped and said everybody needs to get tested all the time, which is what they're requiring, even of me, before I'm to stand on stage. Uh, for the mayor's race. So tell me about your point. What's the point you're trying to make? Oh, the, the, the point is this, is I, I, think, I think the swabs themselves have nanotechnology in it. And I think that's how the, the have you, have you, uh, just be, Do you think it? Can you substantiate any of it? Uh, not, not, not in 30 seconds. Okay, you know, so, you, radio, so I, what, what you can't do is just because they say that they're manufactured by the same group, is state that one is yeah. creating the virus with the other one stating that you have it. So I think that'd be yeah. a little bit far-fetched, uh, way too sinister. I like where you're going with it. I certainly do. Uh, I don't think the connection is there, but I would reevaluate that and come back into the Kiva and let us know what you find. you mind doing that? No, no. Like okay, said, so I've let seen me... a couple of videos, so I'll, I'll, I'll try and substantiate that. But like I said, I feel them. we got to refuse the test as well as the vaccine passport. Okay, well, I've been saying that since day one. What are we saving since day one here in the Kiva? Don't get tested, all right? And that's, that's yep. all you have to do, stay out of the whole equation, period. If you really do think that you have it and you really are showing yeah. symptoms, I mean, uh, Peter, uh, what are the top five symptoms of, of COVID-19? Can you tell me one? Uh, high fever, Whoa. cough. Um, that could be a high a fever. That, that could also be a high fever or a cough. Flu symptoms plus, plus loss of taste, loss of smell, which is also radiation. That's the, only, that's the only thing I can actually think of is loss of taste, loss of smell. All right. Thanks, Peter. Good call. 550-5500. Go ahead, caller. Well, I got to tell you, I believe America has a death wish, mm. the country as a whole. Mm. And I believe China and North Korea and the Muslims and all them, I believe they are going to grant us that wish. Huh. We are a suicidal nation, and um, that's the only thing I can see. The rest of the world, rather than Australia, the um, rest of the world are not having these problems. Um, I've talked to my relatives in our northern Iraq. They're not having this kind of stuff. They're looking at us like we're nuts. Hello? There you go. No, I got it. I, I, I mean, they're, they're looking at us like we're insane. Um, we leave our allies hanging over in Afghanistan. Now the Chicoms are going to move in All there, right. and they're going to take everything at Bagram. All right. All right. All right. I, I want to kind of keep it contained, uh, even though, I like where you're going. I want to keep it contained on this health care because this is enough to wrap our brains around. It's a hoax. I mean, well, there's something to it, but it's not nothing what it is. We can do, you, and, you and I can do late night talk radio late night. How about that? And we'll just yeah. we'll kind of keep it there. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for the phone call. All right. All right. Uh, Rebecca, do you got that, uh, that uh, place where we can challenge the 2020 election for our caller? I'm still working on it. Oh, wow. My God. You are the uh, Dow, well, Dow 200. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm, wow. I'm also working on a slow internet connection here too. So oh wow, are you taking a little longer? Are you complaining? 
I think that she's complaining. Sir, uh, sorry to disappoint you. We're currently without Dow 3000, but I will tell you two names. Uh, David Clements down south. He recently was relieved of his duties over at the New Mexico State University, a fine gentleman who is uh, uh, all about the Mike Lindell, which uh, started on August 9th, 10th, and 11th. You can go back to that. And there are some other organizations. I think you could have gone just lindell.tv, by the way, and I think it would, have, it would have given you those resources. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Eddie, is there a a push to audit the New Mexico uh, portion of that presidential election? Negative. Because uh, I I I just I just have a hard time accepting that this state went blue. You and me both, pal. Uh, I don't know what to say, but I'm going to test the waters, and uh, you know we're in the three man race. Hey, can I talk to you about a, a what I kind of theorize something here? I'm gonna. We're, we're gonna scare. We're gonna scare, scare Bernalillo County. You and me, uh, and Dupree are gonna scare uh, Secretary of State and Bernalillo County. Do you know much about how the algorithm worked and what happened on the day where you know uh, if you looked at Atlanta, if you looked at Nevada, and you looked at Arizona? Did you did you figure out how curiously that was working? What was it focused yeah, on? Yeah, I got my suspicions. Okay, so uh, what what was it focused on? There's something really cool here that's really simple for everybody to have a takeaway. It was focused on numbers that were coming in, and it would weight it a yes or no, black or white, blue or red, Democrat or Republican. So that algorithm is not a dynamic algorithm. All it could do is weight everything else against the vote that was currently coming in, right? So that algorithm, I think that it doesn't work. It doesn't work in a three-person race. Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah, the algorithm won't work in here. We have two Democrats and one Republican. How much you bet me, soup to nuts, knowing what that algorithm that's been changed is going to help me as a mayoral candidate and not the other two guys who are both are registered Democrats, regardless how they're punched in. I'm also at the top of the I'm also at the top of the ballot, too. That's the other thing. I I hope so, partner. I I love the uh, I love the energy you bring to this city. Uh, I think you're a very positive uh, person to uh, represent uh, what we're trying to do here in terms of turn it around. And, uh, yeah, I got the best in, in mind for you. All right. Uh, you know, I, I think back to that presidential election, what led up to it, and all the uh, different rallies around the state. Oh, my gosh. What I saw awesome, from baby. my perspective was uh, multicultural events happening throughout the state with, you know, just so happen to have Trump flags hanging off the back of their cars and horns honking. But, Unreal. man, I was in the middle of one of those by accident. And what I saw was an awesome multicultural event. I agree with you. Um, I it, hope it, it was, it was a movement. Well, so let's hope so. Don't forget to go to Fight for 505. You certainly look like you look for a fight. And uh, Rebecca, any final words on any of that? Yes, no? I... I- I we're, found an article here from June 7th yeah, about states that are performing all right. audits. All right. We're, we're below capacity there. Yeah. We'll, we'll work on it. We're going to yeah. get you upgraded Slow. with a new Pentium chip. Yeah, you're telling me. Paul, you're in the <laughs> Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, Eddie, um, hey. from what I've heard is that yes, uh, people that have the, the uh, shot uh, can shed the virus. And <laughs> so if you're unvaccinated and they've had the shot, those virus particles are infused with the COVID-19 vaccine. So can you be exposed to the COVID-19 vaccine in small particles that are being shed by the person that's been injected? 
if I understand what you're saying, uh, there's a vaccine that went in and there's uh, COVID-19 particles that are in there, not vaccine, but COVID itself that are shed. Uh, and can you be infected by those uh, based upon my linear thinking and what I understand? And uh, I think we need to hear the clay and bug piece. I would say yes. How could, mm. you, how could you not? Do you know? You, you, you started out by prefacing by saying it. Uh, that you having the vaccine would prevent that from happening, but uh, I think we're finding the alternative. No, no, from- no, no, that's not what I said at all. I said people that have the vaccine are known to be shedding the viruses. Oh, okay. So, well, then uh, there you go. If you know so the that. The viruses are also infused with the COVID-19 vaccine. So if you're getting the viruses in, are you also getting the COVID-19 vaccine in with those viruses? Oh, okay. I get both of them. You get the vaccine and the virus. Uh I don't know. I don't know. Can you can you take in a vaccine just by being around? Can you pick up a vaccine instead of a virus? Well, this it, is, can you transfer a vaccine person to person? Well, they're actually herd immunity from vaccines. Yeah, there is real technology that does that. And Natalie really? and I talked about that one time about self-spreading vaccines, and they really? were using that technology as pest control for bugs uh-huh. and things like that. But okay. yeah, there's no reason it couldn't be used on human beings as well. I think we should just make up all sorts of weird stuff and just start <laughs> yeah. talking about it and just thinking that it all works. Based on uh, real but, science. But based on what our, our caller is saying, I mean, there's no reason not to think of it. I think that. I wouldn't I mean, put I anything past them at all. I don't all. know enough about it, but yeah, yeah, probably. Hey, did you get the vaccine? Touch me. Hey, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, is that fair, caller? What do you think about that? Uh, I don't know what to think these days. Eddie. <laughs> I'm with you. It's like, totally yeah, just uh, uh, but for now, mask. Should I wear my mask as uh, underwear? You know, should I wrap it around behind my head because Probably the sweat be is worse? Un- underwear instead yeah, of the mask. Think? I you? like these people that walk around with it under their chin. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm starting to, to catch, wonder to catch the virus. Yeah, That's right. I've been starting to wonder here lately, as people are going to do that so long, are their ears going to start sticking out from those straps pulling down on their ears? Another side effect. The exactly. Mask, yeah, they, you can't hear anymore. Or, they, you know, like you stay in dark for a long period of time, mm-hmm. you can only see in the dark right. after like three months. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of, wow. We're really testing uh, the waters of medical uh, perception and science. Mm-hmm. This is great. All right. Wow. Here we are, 19 months in, and we are... More lost now than ever. All right. Anything else, caller? No, I guess we really won't know no. a lot of this ex- except for years down the road how bad this actually could be. Yeah, maybe maybe this thing is a ticking time bomb going to kill us all, or maybe it's just something that, hey, uh, you'll eventually learn what's in it, you know? We'll be the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pass Obamacare so we that we can know what's in it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. That's an echo I've never heard before. Hello? Hello. Get a hold of that phone. There you go. Hello. Hello Eddie. Yes, sir. What's going Hello, on? Eddie. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, I just wanted to, uh, you know, say that there is nanotechnology in these vaccinations. This technology has been around since the early 80s with the uh, nano. Uh, particles. Uh, also, uh, I've seen a video recently where a guy uh, put a face mask under a microscope. He's uh, one of these blue masks that most people are wearing, and there are dark little fibers in the mask as well as other little uh, 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 dark spots and brown spots that you can't see with your human eye. You have to put it under a microscope. But when you breathe on the mask, these little fibers start moving. These little black oh. fibers almost look like worms. Uh, the war, your warmth 
your your breath and the heat uh, makes these little black uh, uh, things move in the mask. So uh, there could be stuff in the mask. Uh, and you're breathing this stuff in that could be getting the virus there into your is. system. Ah, I've seen people, yeah, there I've, we are. I've seen people show videos that that same stuff is in the swabs too. Uh, all right, I, I got to <laughs> okay. reset. Sam, uh, I'm going to put yeah. you on hold. We'll bring you back. This is too much. I don't even understand what I'm talking about, much less <laughs> what's coming into the kiva or what's happening. Oh. I don't know the science, the the mess. I mean, uh, this is all just uh, one crazy thing. We'll bring Sam and we'll. We also have the epidemiologist who's actually uh, calling, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Clay, Buck, and Buck show. We'll play that. Uh, see, I asked for it, and it returns. And there you go. So awesome. absolutely crazy. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva in four minutes on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM. It is the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. It is the it caught on in a flash. He did the match. It is the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east. To the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The girls all came from their humble abode. To get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They did the match. It caught on in a flash. They did the match. It is the monster match. Zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking over digging the sound. Igor on chain back by his baying hound. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It was on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. 
Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Alarms are ignored. Kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call. 505-550-4994. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what, what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Pepu Gun Wild, located in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full-service dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time, cats too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to solve pets' anxiety from summer thunderstorms. Come into Pet Food Gone Wild for calming treats, 10% off, pets.theplaceilike.com. Get your mobile coupon and tap to call Pet Food Gone Wild at pets.theplaceilike.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Light. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. 
We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. It's early morning yesterday. I was up before the dawn. And I really have enjoyed my stay. But I must be moving on. Like a king without a castle, like a queen without a throne, I'm a dirty morning lover, and I must be moving on. Now I believe in what you say, it's the undisputed truth. But I have to have things my own way, to keep me in my youth. Like a ship America. We didn't cover that stuff. I wanted to do a lot of Super Tramp 9-11 talk on the 20th anniversary, but given where we are, I think it's a bit too much. It's going to it's gonna hit me one night, maybe a couple of weeks before the election, and I will literally bring you to your knees with the information that we uncover here and have known for a very long time. And I just think that we're at the edge of our perception. There's almost too much for humanity to really kind of dig into. Just like all of the stuff that has been happening with recommendations uh, coming from Fauci and the timeline and where we're at and where we're going and what's good and what's not and how to handle and how to not to handle things. It, it's just there's so much confusion. Uh, this shouldn't be an issue that, that is politicized, uh, but my gosh, 
where are we? Uh, too much information is uh, simply drowned out the truth. And uh, anybody can have uh, their perspective, and including us here in the Kiva. I'd like to think that there's a uh, heightened level of intellectual integrity here within the Kiva, but sometimes uh, you get so gaslit by what the media is telling you in other places and uh, so bewildered by what other people are trusting that uh, you end up almost gaslighting yourself. If I'm making any sense to you, you're with me uh, and you know it, and it's bewildering uh, in so many ways, um, but I just ask you to stay the course. I talked to somebody today uh, who had been mid in the midst of the forest and uh, could identify the trees uh, even after being in that environment for such a long time. And I said, you must be a very spiritual person to be able to go ahead and maintain some level of perspective to understand what is going on and seeing the big picture, even within your own world. Again, if anything of what I'm saying to you is making any sense, then you are with me. And in no doubt, in my opinion, you will make it out. 550 50, 500. 550 50, 500. 616 here in the Kiva. We got Sam on hold. I know he'll stay. Um, it's been a thunderous week of great talk radio. No doubt about it. Uh, by the way, all my competitors, welcome to go ahead and leverage and utilize the Kiva any way they see fit in a live call-in format uh, during the times that uh, I am uh, broadcasting. Happy to go ahead and bring it to them, and we'd love to hear from them. I think that would be uh, really good. Dude was Indian American calling from Canada. So I want to get to that epidemiologist. Uh, we've got Rebecca. Uh, she is she's she's still the Dow 300. You said found any more information on any of that stuff? I'm just... <laughs> Giving her a hard time. I love Rebecca. She's great. But okay, so here we go. Clay and Buck had somebody, and I've I had like five or six different people reach out to me and saying that they wanted to hear this stuff, this stuff. Okay, and uh, this is an epidemiologist calls the Clay and Buck show with a whirlwind of information. This from earlier today. Paul in Toronto, Canada. Canada. Take a listen. Oh. Canada has been waiting with us for a little while. Paul, what you got for us? Hey, thank you guys for having me on your show. I'm an infectious diseases epidemiologist with uh, expertise in COVID. I've been working in this for about 19 months. So I wanted to just raise the points here. Um, our focus, my work is in early treatment, which is that uh, early treatment existed, uh, absent of the vaccine that we could have used to close this thing out. I'm saying here openly, I'm sharing my view based on all of the science right now, Children are not candidates for these vaccines under yes. any circumstance. They've not been safety tested, the vaccines. They provide no opportunity for benefit for children, only potential opportunity for harms. And we are seeing the harms that have emerged in the CDC's various database. And the adverse events, the deaths, <clears throat> this is a very serious issue. And children have a natural protection that if we bypass it and we inject into the deltoid, into the arm, we could get levels of death occurring in children in the United States, similar to what we're seeing in the adults reported in the CDC's adverse database, which only captures 1%. And already we have 14,000 deaths. Okay, let me pause there. I've already read that before. Okay, That's the slide that he is directly referring to. The CDC's list of adverse effects. Okay, I'll read it again at the conclusion of all this. The purpose of this call is this. When we look at the Israeli data, Today, we see that the Israel implemented its booster program, two shots, August 1. When we plot the graphs, we saw that the infections were going up steadily. But what is very interesting and staggering is, if you look at August 1 onwards to now, 
you see that the infections have exploded. In fact, what it what is showing is that the booster program, the third shot, not only did not stop the transmission, it exploded the transmission. And we are arguing that the vaccinated persons are carrying such a high viral load in their in their mouths, in their oral cavities, and nasal pharyngeal passage. They are contributing to the spread. This is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This has been false by the CDC and NIH. This is a pandemic of the vaccinated. Because when you look at the data out of UK, <clears throat> most updated data as of today, we see that the persons who have died infected with Delta, 70% of the deaths reported by Britain today, today, are those who are double vaccinated. So what the media is saying is a complete misleading to the public. And there's a recent study, very seminal, out of Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. <clears throat> they had 69 healthcare workers who were confined to their facility for two weeks, locked down. And these healthcare workers were double vaccinated. <clears throat> what did they find? They find with this lockdown that um, the healthcare workers all transmitted the virus to each other because they typed the virus molecularly to see. So the spread was within that facility. But more importantly, the research published in Lancet showed that the healthcare workers had a viral load 251 times. 251 times. That's a control group. So let's review once again, okay? These people captured in an area at one time, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, okay? And he stated, it didn't say how many, did it? I don't remember it saying how many. Mm, no. Okay. Lockdown together with healthcare workers, right? And the research is all published in the Lancet. I think he said the Lancet, right? And, and this is what he was referring to, viral load both in the UK and Israel, and we saw the huge number, and his, his, his thought is 70% of the, if I'm not mistaken, the people who were infected were double vaccinated, and then you have an actual control group which all get the same vaccinations, and they're all transmitting it to each other, and 251 times the viral load. 100%. 100% vaccinated. I don't need any more proof. Right there. I know better than to walk in there. All right, let's 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 continue. That that's jaw dropping, flooring, and sick. Viral load for the Delta. But Paul, Paul, can I ask Paul? Can I ask you how just and just so because for everyone listening, you're you've called in. You said you're an epidemiologist based in Canada. Clearly, you're very conversant in the studies and the situation going on here. How is it yes. possible medically? Let's just say possible, not proven yet, that somebody who would be vaccinated could have 250 times more viral particle than somebody who's unvaccinated, unvaccinated. exposed to virus. Can you just give us an understanding Great of how question. that could okay. happen? Well, we, okay, but first of all, I do have expertise in this. I live in the United States. I'm in Toronto today. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were uh, Canada-based, but go, so, go ahead. Um, yeah, no, no, but, but, but hold on. I'm an infectious disease epidemiologist. Okay, the reality is that we've always known that you never, ever vaccinate during an ongoing epidemic or pandemic. That is a virologist's greatest fear because you drive the emergence of the, virus, the variants and the mutations. It is vaccination. You are putting evolutionary selection pressure on the pathogen. Let's stop. This is a guy who knows 
Uh, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind hearing what I just heard after the question that was asked of him. And his greatest fear as a virologist, of which he is, right? He stated he was a virologist. Yep. Is that the vaccinations, due to the mutations, are going to be an accelerant. They're going to drive the mutations. Isn't that what we see right now? Have we compared mutations of others, whatever they happen to be, viruses against this one in terms of a trend line and where it goes and the mutation line? I'm inventing stuff here, but I'm 100% correct in saying, do we know generally where mutations actually happen? I think this would be a great work for, I think, pathology. I'm losing my mind just thinking about this. Let's go back to this. Just, okay. The reality is that we've always known that you never, ever vaccinate during an ongoing epidemic or pandemic. Is that it, is, is, it, is, is this, this is like standard... Uh, this is SOP, Standard Operating Procedure for Virologists. You don't back it. I have never heard that. Since the very beginning, I've never heard Dr. Fauci come out and say, you need to vaccinate during a time. You don't vaccinate during a time of widespread pandemic, right? Isn't that what he just stated? That's what he said. That's exactly what I just heard. I didn't know that. Fauci's not advising us of that. That's the alarming part. Okay. The reality is that we've always known that you never always ever Always known. That's not even disputable. It's always known. I can't even believe what I'm hearing. Vaccinate during an ongoing epidemic or pandemic. That is a virologist's greatest fear because you drive the emergence of the, vir- the variants and the mutations. It is vaccination. You are putting evolutionary selection pressure on the pathogen, and it is selecting variants that are highly more infectious, not lethal, because it does not want to kill the host. It wants to survive. So it's mutating downwards. Euler's ratchet. It will mutate downwards. Highly infectious. And those that are highly infectious, very ease of transmission, will be selected forward. And those are the ones that are going to be the new dominant variant. So we were doing that. We always had about 12 variants in the background that uh, in India, etc. And India vaccinated with the Sinovac, as an example. And then the Delta spread. It became the dominant variant for exactly how I just explained. And then what we're realizing now is the the Pfizer vaccine that we have existing right now in the United States, clearly in Israel, because Pfizer vaccine is the Israeli vaccine. It just does not hit the Delta anymore. The, the Delta bypasses the antibodies that the, that the vaccine produces. So you are literally at zero. When you take a vaccine today, you need to understand something. The Wuhan strain, the Wuhan, the original strain, February 2020, was what Operation Warp Street built those vaccines on. What we have existing today is a Delta variant. That Wuhan is long gone, a year now. Doesn't exist. You are being vaccinated. For something that doesn't exist. You are being vaccinated for something that no longer exists because we've cycled through. Your vaccination works against something. It's like you can no longer pick up a certain radio signal or a certain, uh, uh, it's like being three gigahertz, four gigahertz, five gigahertz, right? And you have a router that only picks up three, right? And you can't pick up the fourth or fifth, but you're being impacted by the, that's a bad example just because of the 5G uh, reference, but you hear what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's, let's go through logically as he's laying this out, in my opinion, in a linear way. Uh, about 30 seconds ago. Let's hear this again. Dominant variant, for exactly how I just explained. And then 
What we are realizing now is the, the Pfizer vaccine that we have existing right now in the United States, clearly in Israel, because Pfizer vaccine is the Israeli vaccine, it just does not hit the Delta anymore. The, the Delta bypasses the antibodies that the, yep. that the vaccine produces. So you are literally at zero. When you take a vaccine today, you need to understand something. The Wuhan strain, the Wuhan, the original strain, February 2020, was what Operation Warp Suite built those vaccines on. What we have existing today is a Delta variant. That Wuhan is long gone, a year now. Doesn't exist. You are being vaccinated for the vaccine that will fail. I want you to listen to my words. Will fail. And those doing it, those in public health, the medical doctors know this. There is no vaccine that could confer immunity, like naturally acquired immunity. Those with natural immunity. And, and another thing to show you, Gazette et al. just published a paper, preprint, out of Israel. And why Israel again is because Israel was the first out of the box with Pfizer, has the most complete data, the most population vaccinated today. They just published a study that was stunning, and it should turn this whole vaccine issue on its head now and should stop this garbage by the CDC and NIH about natural immunity is not a prominent issue and doesn't really exist. That is bogus BS. So let me just ask you, this is, this, you've obviously shared a lot of information from your perspective with us, Paul. Let me just I'm ask you this. Science is not my perspective. This yeah, is raw okay. data. I'm just giving you the side that you don't hear. I, I appreciate that. Is it your perspective then, based on your knowledge and expertise, that the only way to end COVID in the United States or anywhere in the world is natural immunity? Well, first of all, to answer, I appeared on Rush three times before. God bless him. I admire that man. Anyway, let me answer your question. The only way to end this today with the Delta is this. We strongly double down, triple down protection of the high-risk elderly in the nursing homes for the first time. We have never done it in the United States, Canada, Britain. Our nursing homes have been the killing fields. We need to step up and do it first. That is primary. While we are protecting the elderly for the first time, we implement some quick public service on vitamin D, telling the public, get your house in order fitness-wise, cut 15 to 20 pounds. Obesity has emerged as the principal superloaded risk factor. Third, while we are doing that, we offer the elderly in the nursing homes early outpatient treatment. We have antivirals that work. We give it to them if they get infected. Why? We will get them through the infection. They will clear it. They will become naturally immune and survive. No hospitalization or death. That's the problem. When we put them in the hospital, they will die. At the emergency room door, you're at 40% increased risk. And fourth, the last part of this puzzle is you allow the rest of the society, the infants, the children, the teenagers, the young, the middle-aged who are healthy and well. You allow the well in society to live a largely unfettered life, free, no masks, free, and let them face the pathogen like we've done for every pathogen. They will become population level naturally immune. And there is no vaccine, not these narrow spike specific conferred vaccine immunity that is bogus. Natural immunity is robust, complete, 
durable and lifelong. We have evidence today of people well, we, from the we, 1918 Spanish flu. Paul, we are seeing that the immunity has survived 100 years. Paul, we really we appreciate the, the whirlwind of information and, and uh, analysis here. We do have to, uh, have to get uh, to our commercials. Thank you so much, though, for being with us, calling in. Clay, you know, we, we can unpack this a little bit in a minute. Also, I think we got to get that transcript. First of all, I want to know, because we have a lot of docs listening. Yes. I just want to know, okay, so this guy calls in an epidemiologist, obviously super articulate, smart guy, right? So, and, and very conversant in, in all that he has really dated, everything else. Are there other docs listening, I mean, of our audience who are like, yeah, this guy's right. This guy gets it. I'm just curious if we can get a little bit of that affirmation. Doctor only calls one. Uh, I mean, that's not a bad idea. I mean, because I'm sitting here saying all that he's saying tracks with yeah. what I've re read and what yes. I've heard from doctors in back channel. So I'm wondering if anybody else who has an MD or is an epidemiologist can track with some of this. We've got to. So I think we need to probably figure out that much like I did the other day on the panel. Isn't it interesting as you were listening the other day and it had uh, what five or six people on at one time and they're all conferring. We're getting the information how far we went. I mean, can you imagine if we get to hear from some doctors? Right there. So we have Sam. Sam, uh, I'm going to let you check back and walk any of that back and uh, give us uh, your reaction uh, to that, because this is something that you pay a lot of attention to. Oh, that was wonderful. That was very informative. That virologist knows what he's talking about. Um, uh, late uh, middle of last year, I had heard a virologist, French virologist, and this is the virologist who discovered HIV. He was given Nobel Peace Prize. He says that this uh, has a genome of uh, malaria and HIV. Also, I believe this uh, uh, COVID uh, uh, disease is a uh, uh, it's it, it's more than just the flu. It's the flu, but it's ten times uh, you know it's just twice as bad. But uh, I, I'm, I mean, I'm still learning a lot about it, but I know what I've been hearing lately is most people who succumb to this have a weakened immune system. A majority of them are low on vitamin D, which is, uh, uh, very important that you raise your vitamin D levels. They mentioned zinc. If you take hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, take it with zinc. The zinc is what goes in there. The hydroxychloroquine allows the zinc to go in there and destroy the infected cell. But uh, I heard a doctor the other day, uh, Australian uh, doctor, who has discovered that uh, pineapple, uh, the bromelain in pineapple, uh, uh, also kills the uh, COVID. They have made a, 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 a spray that you inhale into your nose that can kill the uh, virus uh, made from the bromelain. The bromelain, when you eat pineapple, if you ever eat raw, you know, the real pineapple from the fruit, not the canned stuff, uh, after a while, your mouth seems kind of sore. Uh, that What that is, is the bromelain is trying to dissolve your protein in your mouth. It's that strong. So that's what happened. This doctor discovered that it can destroy the, uh, the bromelain can destroy the coronavirus. But it's just little uh, things like this we can do to uh, strengthen our, our immune system, the zinc, the vitamin D, bromelain, eating uh, garlic, uh, uh, ginger, uh, things of that sort. So it's, this isn't a, it's not a death sentence. This is all fear and we can, we can fight it. We can, we can do it. We can beat this. There's no doubt about it, Sam. Let's listen to the second part. Uh, that attitude, his approach, what he's been listening, this is what everybody else is listening to. Uh, by the way, if you had caught me in rockoftalk.tv, that's me taking my ocean, my oregano oil. 
take it twice daily. It's something I've been doing. I always uh, hydrate my head and my face. I have both aloe water and coconut water since we're going to go ahead and uh, share some of the things that we do. Um, I take my uh, memory vitalizer, which gives me all the things that I need. Um, the only thing that, based upon this, what was that Paul in Toronto, Canada, that I think is what the, the, the guy, I mean, this is important stuff. So let's hear what the doctors have to say now. Let's hear what they have to say in response to Paul. A bunch of doctors who want to weigh in, I believe, but we'll start with Julian in Tupelo, Mississippi. Julian, what did you think of Paul? Are you also a doctor? Yes, I'm an internal medicine subspecialist. I'm a fellow of the American College of Physicians. And uh, I thought your guest from Toronto just nailed it. I mean, I've been reading avidly about this uh, epidemic since its outset. And um, uh, there's another epidemiologist, a guy named John Ioannidis. Who yes, at Stanford. It was published, right, right, in Slate in March that uh, nailed what the mortality rate of this virus is going to be based on the Diamond Princess uh, uh, microcosm. And, yes. Right. So, so yes, and and what he said comports exactly with what I've seen in my practice here. Uh, I've had patients uh, die who had been previously vaccinated. I've seen some pretty serious vaccine-related uh, toxicities. And... Uh, it's Do you feel, by the way, Julian, we hear from a lot of doctors that they don't feel like they can speak out because it's somewhat of a like science has a variety of perspectives and opinions. And it's as if if you say anything other than the vaccine is the greatest thing that's ever been existed in human history, that you get You're a monster who wants down. grandparents to die. Yeah, right. Right. Well, you know, 50 years ago, most physicians were uh, in private practice and businessmen. Now, most of them are are hired by corporate entities. That's right. I work for I work for a corporate entity, so you know, I, I could be censored or censured. Uh, well, thank so, you for the call. Yeah, we yeah, want to get it, a couple Paul, of Julian, doctors thank in. You. Gretchen in Reading, Pennsylvania, family medical practitioner. Gretchen, thanks so much. Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. So, what I do you totally, think about our caller before? Totally, one hundred percent agree. Um, I actually am a locum tenens doctor, and I uh, have uh, I worked over in the prison system in Hawaii before the vaccination came out, and uh, I obviously survived. Uh, of the 291 prison occupants, um, they uh, there was 18 that did never got the virus. They should study them, and obviously were exposed to it. And I had no one die, but. Uh, the, the therapy they were doing at the time was convalescent plasma. Um, didn't have really, they weren't using the other uh, cheaper and effective generic uh, therapeutics. Um, so, Gretchen, um, can I ask, does, does it track for you yeah. what he said about the vaccinated because of the, because of the process of how viruses evolve and react to vaccines during an ongoing pandemic? Does it track that you could have people who are vaccinated who are actually spreading who, who have a higher viral load to spread while in many cases having no symptoms does that medically make sense to you as a possibility you can be an asymptomatic shedder you can shed the virus oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. but could and, it be uh, in greater that, numbers though for the happening. vaccinated in some is cases than the unvaccinated because that was the claim that he made that is what's happening if this is a disease of the vaccinated at this point 
Oh, that's two separate ones. Both agreed. Her more emphatically, as you just heard. Let's go back to that just just so you can hear. Hear the question. Oh, nailed it. Cinch. Let's go back to it. Out the vaccinated because of the because of the process of how viruses evolve and react to vaccines during an ongoing pandemic. Does it track that you could have people who are vaccinated actually spreading who, who oh. have a higher viral load chaos. to spread, chaos. while in many cases having no chaos? Symptoms? Does I that say, makes sense to you as a possibility. You can be an asymptomatic shedder. You can shed the virus. Yes. Could it be and, uh, in greater numbers, though, for the happening. vaccinated in some cases than the unvaccinated? Because that was the claim that he made. That is what's happening. It's, this is a disease of the vaccinated. So that's how we got to 251 times the viral load, the viral load in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, with the control group that's 100% healthcare workers and that's 100% vaccinated. The viral load was too high in the doses that they received. And maybe it just didn't need to be in there at all. They didn't need to do it because now we know that natural immunity trumps out any vaccination that's coming in. Bingo, folks. Bingo. Eureka. Let's go back and just uh, repeat. But could it be in greater numbers, though, for the vaccinated in some cases than the unvaccinated? Because that was the claim that he made. That is what's happening. This is a disease of the vaccinated at this point because, I mean, I am not vaccinated. And uh, I uh, obviously was exposed to uh, coronavirus. Are you, you have um, natural antibodies then yourself? I haven't gotten checked. I have not gotten checked, but okay. I do. I mean, I take care of myself. I eat, try to eat properly. I'm not overweight. And I also take the therapeutic, that vitamin D levels good. Um, that NAC, NAC, um, which there's been studies previously using that in elderly to fight flu virus. Um, and, Thank you, by the uh, way. I want to get to, sorry to cut you off, Gretchen, okay. but I want to get to That's one okay. more MD so we can get three of them reacting. Michael in Auburn, California, uh, reacting to the call from Paul. Uh, we need you to be a little bit fast here because we're finishing off the hour, but did you agree with the substance of what he was saying? The answer is yes, wow. in short. And I'll make this quick so I don't sound so pretentious. I have two COVID treatment patents pending, and I have uh, recently FDA-approved uh, investigational drug for a cancer vaccine going into trial soon. So not to sound pretentious, but I just wanted to let you have that background. I'm writing a white paper on this about first do no harm. And I think what he was missing, uh, he everything he said I agreed with, but I think he was missing a few things to help uh, the people understand what's going on. If you look at your whole hand and consider that the virus and those spike proteins you've heard about are the fingers, you're only vaccinated with the fingernail. When someone is naturally immune, they make antibodies against the whole hand, including the fingers. So uh, it's also less likely that that will have a chance to mutate, but it is more likely to mutate and give you some variance in the vaccinated people. And in the naive, meaning uninfected, hey, the, the virus is happy. It's not even going to mutate. Did that make some sense? Yes. Oh, it yeah, does make well sense. Said. And I've heard other, so I, by the way, Michael, wow. I've, I've heard other MDs that I know personally explain it in a very similar fashion. All right. We're going to leave it there. Back on that again tomorrow. Uh, stunning work right there by Clay and Buck. I have to listen tomorrow again at 10 a.m. That was uh, absolutely incredible. The pandemic of the vaccinated and uh, the mutation being accelerated by the number of people who are taking the vaccination. Tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. here in the Kiva.